Okay, we're doing this. We are. We're doing it. We're doing it. We've been avoiding Hello? talking to each Hello? other. Oh no. Wait. I'm Can you hear me? Is this Hux? Oh no, I fell for it. <laughs> I fell for it. <laughs> no. no. I can't can't hear you. Can't hear you. Can 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 you hear me? <laughs> Have a message for your mom. <laughs> Oh my god, I fell for it, dude. That was very good. How great was that scene? (laughs) That was very good. That was that was a great scene. I love this one. This is this is one of the like few scenes of this movie that were just like amazing. (laughs) It was very Poe Dameron-ish. Yeah. Remember the uh, like the first? um, Well, it was not the first line, but on the Force Awakens, when he's like he was captured by Kylo and Kylo. You know, knees down and like goes to him and he, he looks at him and says like, "So do I say something first? Do you say something?" First? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very podamerish type of humor. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, so we are talking about Star Wars as usual. Uh, we've been avoiding talking about this for a while. Um, a couple of days ago, we recorded uh, the episode with Joel. Uh, Joel had a lot of opinions as well. We tried to <laughs> we, we try to stay away from Star Wars conversation, uh, but uh, here we are. This is it, and this episode can can be uh, twenty minutes long or three hours. I really don't know what to expect. Hopefully not um, three hours long. Yeah, let's try not. By the way, it's like eleven p.m. here, so let's try not to make it three hours. <laughs> um, and also, as you as people can probably tell. Um, I sound a bit different. Um, I'm like I have a very sore throat for some reason. Like it escalated very quickly. I wake up, I woke up fine and like I don't know what happened. I'm getting sick. Mm. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, so that's why I sound different. It's not because I'm trying to sound cool. Do I sound cool? Do you sound yeah, cool? you have like the <laughs> a radio DJ voice. All right. Uh, no, back to you, Kevin. <laughs> um, that is not good. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about this movie. Um, Actually, before we start talking about about the movie per se, why don't we quickly go over um, like expectations? Uh, when do we saw it? Uh, you know, first like how we felt immediately after. Um, uh, I guess I, I can go first. Um, All right. Expectation for this movie, um, as we we talked about it on the show, uh, I avoided. I've been able to avoid uh, any kind of spoilers. I watched the first teaser. Not really trailer. The the first thing yeah. ever that came out, I think. Yeah, where basically like all you ago. could see was like Ray lifting rocks. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. <laughs> um, so I saw that, and I was able to stay away from trailers. Um, uh, unfortunately, I have nothing to say on that. Um, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's not a, a thing that I. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't actually. I haven't gone back and watched the trailer, so I don't, I don't oh, know what I missed. Yeah, but, um, you, you should you should go back and watch the trailer. <laughs> like, uh, so I did exactly spoilery? the same thing as you did. So watch the teaser, uh, but nothing else. Um, and I went back and watched the trailer, and I was like, oh my gosh, this just spoils everything. Like, <laughs> they, like they talk about so many things, like the, um, like uh, Kylo Ren line about um, how like they need to destroy the past um they spoil oh i forget now but like 
basically like every major like plot point get get spoiled in this movie oh man um so, so I guess yeah like it. i just and and that's like you never know though like that's a thing where when you're you know that it's an important thing you pay more attention to it in the trailer but right. if you didn't know it was an important thing then maybe you kind of forget about it um right. but um so yeah i also went through the same thing like full media blackout um i have to say like it was actually pretty hard for this movie um mm-hmm. the worst was all the ads <laughs> everywhere um so when I, I saw Blade Runner, oh, there was a big like Star Wars ad, which I had to like cover my ears and cover my eyes for. Um, the poster was basically unavailable, uh, unavoidable. Um, right. <laughs> just everywhere. Um, right. Uh, yeah, I've seen the, the poster. Sure. Yeah. I didn't even, um, like, Twitter, surprisingly, was Twitter. fine. Like, I feel like people have like really developed <laughs> this, um, this respect for others uh somehow well uh, i never thought said, i'd say this about twitter but uh did you set some some mutes i did like, set, mute some, set up some whatever? mutes um but i went back and i checked like how many tweets uh for each and it was maybe like one or two and these oh, tweets like didn't spoil anything uh so it was, like shockingly like little spoilers there um i did somehow somewhere uh see the porgs before um oh Oh, interesting yeah after the fact i heard that was a big thing uh i completely missed the porgs before yeah well so i saw i saw just like an image uh i had no Mm. idea which movies they were from i was just like (laughs) i figured it would probably be from a marvel movie i haven't seen uh (laughs) but no it was from star wars so i had i still had no context for this um (laughs) so one thing that was interesting about this is I was uh, standing in line um, to go to the movie and I had no idea what to expect basically about this movie, um, which on one hand, like I think was very good uh, and I really kind of like that feeling. But on the other hand, I didn't feel the hype for this movie. Hmm. I was like, eh. same. I'm same. like, I'm like, eh, I'm watching a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like, no, no big deal um and i guess there's a lot of reasons as to why that was the case right because you know star wars now uh it's a thing that happens every year right uh, right it, it was not like we were not hungry for star wars for yeah. 20 years or whatever uh or 14 i think uh yeah but and, i i feel like i would have been more excited about it had i seen the trailer because they're like, oh, I can't yeah. wait to see like this thing. Can't wait to see this thing. Um, but on the whole, like I was pretty happy about this this strategy. Like I think it just was more interesting that way, basically. Than even if I had seen the trailer and I would have been more hyped up for it. Um, I like I just don't want to see <laughs> everything get spoiled for me. I'd rather go in and experience the movie as is. Um. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, to be honest, I don't know if, what I'm gonna do for the next for episode nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know because you know I remember fondly watching the, the the Force Awakens trailers. That was a masterful. That was yeah. perfect trailer. Like I, even now, like I would enjoy watching that trailer right now. It's a good trailer. Um, so was uh, I forget was the uh, when like you see Han and Chewie saying like Chewie, we're home. Um, 
Was that in the teaser or was that only in the I think trailer? that was in the teaser. Okay. Uh... Because I remember having seen that and that was just like so epic. Like I had never, I think, been like that excited about a Star Wars movie after mm-hmm. seeing this. It was just like this, oh my God moment. Um, but yeah, like, so maybe like a good policy would be just watch the teaser and not the trailer. Or you know what? Maybe not. Maybe not. Because I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I remember the last scene on the th- the first teaser. The last scene was was we following Kylo from the back on the on the the snowy forest, mm-hmm. and he lighting up the his lightsaber. Yeah, I remember that was like the climax of the trailer. Yeah, um, I don't. True. Anyway, yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> but all this to say, um, I I my expectations were weird. I don't know. Like I, I was. I was expecting a good movie, and by the way, Ryan Johnson, I, I love The Looper, for example. It's a movie that I adored, and I remember fondly uh, when I watched The Looper, Ryan Johnson released um, like an audio commentary track for mm-hmm. the movie, but whilst the movie was in the, in the cinemas, so like I remember downloading this MP3 file, putting it up on my iPhone, and then watching The Looper a second time in theaters, and like with my with my headphones <laughs> and i hit play like you could you could hear the track and it's like all right so when you see the whatever like screen uh, hit play uh, right so there was like a whole adventure right, whole right, right and like that was awesome that was it made me feel very like close to this director uh-huh. um, which you know most of the times you don't even really notice or know about the director so yeah. uh, I, so i i liked and i do like uh ryan johnson uh as a director as a writer uh, so i was looking for like yeah. i was expecting this to be a good yeah, movie i also remembered him from uh, being on the talk show which was oh, like super oh that, cool. that is right that yeah. is right which is like you know 10 points for gryffindor you know uh, <laughs> a movie director being on the talk show a tech apple nerdery podcast yeah, exactly. Great. <laughs> so I was I, I was also excited for Ryan Johnson. Um, I think like part of me, uh, like I, I, I basically I, I think I still prefer uh, JJ. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love JJ uh, as like a right. director. Um, so I think I like him better. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, like I was pretty confident about Ryan Johnson. Right. Um, also about Ryan Johnson, one thing that... Um, it was more a recent thing, but the fact that we knew already that Ryan Johnson was going to is going to direct a whole trilogy of his own, um, that kind of set me up to okay, whatever, however this this movie feels like, we're going to see a lot more of this mm-hmm. type of yeah. <laughs> direction. Yeah, do we know if right? it, it's the next trilogy? I believe so. Yes. All, all I know about that, and this is like or what if I it's heard. A so, trilogy in the future. All I know about that trilogy, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the next one. Um, yeah. Is that it's it's not gonna follow any of these characters' stories. Oh, really? So, huh. yeah, we're not gonna see Ray or Finn or. Interesting. Um, and and we oh man, so I've heard. Okay, there, there's a big uh, regarding like next and future Star Wars movies. There's there's this whole part of Star Wars lore um, and story uh, which takes place in the Old Republic. I mean, there's a, there's two very popular video games set in this time, which was like way, like even way before 
uh, the prequels mm-hmm. like very much in the past um and basically it's like when the biggest most powerful jedi and sith lived and like there's a lot of lore uh, in that set in that timepiece right. um so it was it was a lot of people were you know there there were strong rumors that whatever star wars whatever star wars goes next uh, they'll probably explore that that mm. lore but uh, what i've heard is that I think Ryan Johnson himself confirmed that it's not going to be anything like that. <laughs> um, and I don't know if this confirms that it's going to be in the future or whatever, but at least it's not going to be there uh, mm. in that time. So that is interesting, but I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like completely different. Um, so I'm, I'm actually excited about that. But That actually makes not... me feel worse about this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, we, we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, so, uh, all right, coming into this movie, I watched on the pre-release day, whatever, it was um, December 14th, Thursday, I watched, uh, I was in San Francisco, I watched in the AMC's Metreon, Um, I watched this fan, like, fan special uh, screening, which was set in IMAX 2D, which was the first time I I think I've seen a 2D IMAX movie, Um, and it was... Uh, there were no trailers, like previews, except for one, The Avengers. But I guess you know it's probably in the Disney contract. Oh <laughs> um, but but before they showed a movie, so instead of showing you trailers for other movies, they showed you uh, like a uh, exclusive featurette, <laughs> whatever. Um, one of those behind the scenes videos um, exploring all of the the soundtrack. So there was like you know, John Williams interviews and and just. It was like a mini documentary, like probably ten minutes long or something. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean that means that there were a lot of people dressed up as you know their Star Wars characters. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of uh, lightsabers. Um, so it's like okay, let, let me spoil you this movie right before we start. <laughs> well, no, not really. Everyone, anyway, everyone was excited to see this, but uh, there was lightsabers in the beginning, and I was uh, in the first like one minute, I, I became very concerned that you know this audience is going to ruin this for me but uh no they 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 probably like clapped i don't know and cheered three times during the movie which was okay i guess uh, <laughs> uh it was not that bad uh-huh. so that was me coming in i watched it alone uh by myself because i like i bought the tickets i don't know two or three months ago um so yeah i mean it was good and to be honest before we i mean this is <laughs> we're spending so much time talking about everything but the movie um we'll get there we'll get I'm, there yeah imax is great um you know i love watching movies in imax uh, the, my number one th- the, the thing i like the most about imax is the sound uh, like no doubt um mm-hmm. the screen so i i didn't have like awesome uh, seats but they were okay they were good i was not like in the the edge was you know close to the center but like imax distracts me too much because i can't see all of the screen at the same time right so i can't wait what why not like the screen is so big if i really wanted to see everything i would have to move my head so i can't Uh, okay you know it's not on my field of vision like all of the screen at the same time which i think that's part of the imax (laughs) <laughs> what it's trying to do is like you completely immerse yourself into the thing but so that because i, I don't want to miss anything and i want to <laughs> see the whole picture <laughs> literally um like i think i i enjoy imax is very immersive but i have to watch it again in a you know non-imax screen whatever it's called <laughs> um so i i've only watched it one, uh this one time so far i 
because after that I got traveling uh, in my life and then jet lag in my life and then I just <laughs> Christmas you know it's it's chaos so yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch it a second time I plan on to um, my girlfriend still hasn't seen it so you know another reason to to go and watch it nice But that, that, that's it so everything we're going to talk about is my recollection from a week or two a week ago mm -hmm. um so you know disclaimer <laughs> right Uh, so I have seen it twice. Um, I saw it first um, on the opening weekend, and then I saw it again uh, two days ago. Uh, <laughs> that was funny because the second time I went, I went, I was alone, like in, in like morning on like a Wednesday. <laughs> the, <best. laughs> was so, the theater was so empty, um, but it was great. <laughs> I was able to like have a really like quiet theater have really good seats um and get to experience it a second time uh but my honestly i feel like my memory for these things is tends to not be that great like i'm not the person who rem remembers every single little detail and every single line um okay. so yeah whatever i have notes <laughs> okay <laughs> good um Okay, let's talk about a movie. Before we we talk about the plot, <laughs> which, you know, the story itself, which I think is uh, a bit controversial. I think there's a lot of thoughts in there. Uh, can we first address how the movie looks um, and feels like visually? Mm -hmm. um, I thought this movie looked beautiful. Um, at some points, it definitely looked like not Star Wars-y. <laughs> Um, I can I can expand on that a bit later, but sure. Um, the final set piece on the the salt planet, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was a big callback to Hoth, of course. Uh, but still, you know the red accents, yeah, uh, all of that that looked amazing. Uh, the scene in Snoke's palace or whatever it's called, um, mm. that looked very not star warsy yeah. but i think it looked super cool um mm, it looked like very that. artistic but i i, I think it looked really I, cool. i feel like um, that's kind of a metaphor for this entire movie but like or yeah. not metaphor <laughs> but like you can apply this to the entire movie where like i can right. see what they were going for i just don't think that they've nailed it <laughs> um see i disagree okay that's good i disagree i think they nailed it it's just Not what like so for example like visually there were like some good ideas like the the planet with the with the salt and the red like awesome like a great idea I love all, everything about this um, Snoke's kind of spot what like again I I like this idea that it's like all gonna be red and everything but it was actually like kind of underwhelming. <laughs> um, mm especially if you compare it to the force awakens um because the force awakens has like a similar kind of scene where um you have snoke is like this giant and has this like like incredibly massive throne uh which feels mm -hmm. like a, a thousand times more epic than this one which like was very empty and like very low-key in my opinion uh but again like i can see how like in a drawing somewhere like that this idea of okay let's have this like red backdrop was like a really cool idea uh but i just mm -hmm. i feel like they have didn't nail it for me interesting i think they nailed it i just think that a lot of people 
for a lot of people, this was not what they were looking for. Uh, and uh, I mean, I think we comment this on, on the first teaser or whatever. Uh, it's the first time on a Star Wars movie that we've seen slow motion. <laughs> um, we saw a freaking uh like time lapse of plants growing or whatever <laughs> during one of yeah, Ray's like visions. That. that was but that's very un Star Warsy, yeah. right? It's uh, yeah, it's very different. Um yeah. we saw um, uh, a couple of uh like voiceover sections with Luke at the beginning. Um, and Ray all of too. that is new in the, in or the Ray, yeah. sort of black hole. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, so there were a lot of you know nothing None of this is new to cinema, but it was new to Star Wars. Um, yeah. So even movies like Rogue One, which was on purpose, it was supposed to feel different, right? Um, it, it looked more in line with the Star Wars films than than this one. Yeah. Um, so I think that is interesting. In in okay, I I was trying to save this for like the you know closing <laughs> closing argument, but okay, here's my. People are divided on this movie. Uh, overall, I think critics are giving it a big thumbs up, but overall, like audience feedback is very, you know, divided. Let's say. Um, I think, I think what happens here is this movie is, you know, the the middle piece on a trilogy. Um, it's it's setting up the future, not only of this trilogy, but as you mentioned of the, probably the Star Wars cinematic universe with Ryan Johnson at the lead. Um, this movie is trying new things and it's setting up the future or at least the next chapter on Star Wars, which is something that The Force Awakens could never do. If The Force Awakens was super different than all the other Star Wars movies, people would freak out because we, after the prequels, all of our, all of us Star Wars fans were looking for that Star Wars feel that the trilogies failed to deliver. Um, that magic, that that's what we wanted. Like we needed Star Wars back, um, and that was not an easy task, but it was a job that JJ delivered perfectly. And also, it was probably the biggest complaint about the Force Awakens is that it was too similar to to a New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so JJ had to deliver a movie that it was what fans wanted. It had to it had to feel like a Star Wars movie, uh, the original trilogy, and 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 I think it delivered it perfectly. Also, while setting up a new you know a new set of characters, a new story, um, but that's why you know the 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 original characters, you know Luke, Han, and, and Leia, they were they played a vital role in that movie as well. Um, with this movie, it's not that. It's like, all right, we can't, you know, just make a new slash old trilogy of movies. We need, if Star Wars wants to succeed and it wants to, you know, last a long time, it needs to, it needs to reinvent himself. It needs to innovate and, and deliver something new. Um, and so, with The Force Awakens being a great success, <laughs> a huge success, uh, Ryan Johnson needed to create this new chapter in Star Wars. And it had to be different. It had to look and feel different. Um, and I think that is at the root of why a lot of people don't like this. Because at a lot of, in a lot of crucial points, it is different. It is weird. <laughs> um, right. So, so I agree with I you, you that, agree with th- that like, this is why very many people do not like it. Um, 
but this is not why I don't like it. <laughs> Basically, like, I agree with everything you okay, said. Okay, fair like, enough. It should feel different. It shouldn't be, like, just a rehashing of, like, a previous Star Wars story. It should mm-hmm. be taking characters into, like, a new area. It's, like, everything about that is what I want and I, what I was sort of expecting from this movie. Um, like, my entire problems with these this movie is execution 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 like i just don't think that this movie was able to achieve what it set out to do like i just i i feel like i i agree with everything they were trying to do on principle but when mm-hmm. i look at what's on screen i don't see what they they wanted basically <laughs> it's like i can i can fill in the blanks in my mind and fill in the holes Mm-hmm. but it's just it's just not what the movie is um so okay <laughs> we can go and I, specifically <laughs> to right all and, the and details. I, I can tell you that i don't think this is a perfect movie i mean i just liked it i don't think right. it's bad yeah by I any means i, I don't uh, think it's bad and it took either. me a while like I've, we, I've we talked about this like it took me a while to get into it like mm-hmm. <laughs> when i left the theater i was like i don't know I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and you also, when you just, you know, you just, I think you were leaving the theater, you, you texted me saying, you, I, I don't know. Yeah. What is going I was like, on. I don't know what to think about this movie. Um, and yeah. like one of my first thing that I texted you was like, I think I give this movie a five out of 10. Right. And I uh, told you like, wait on it. Like, yeah, you know, I maybe wait. rate it to a six out of 10. <laughs> and I think that's probably where I'll end on this. Really? You're uh, at a six? Interesting. Yeah. I think I'm at 7.58. I, 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 I think this movie has a lot. Like it will age very well. I think um, there are some set pieces, like the final bath at uh, the final. Oh, bath? Did I say bath? <laughs> the final, <laughs> the final uh, match at the salt planet. Um, you know the the battle with Kylo and Rey and the Snoke's palace thing. Um, like uh, the opening uh, sequence, uh, even like the the trench run basically was at the beginning. Um, there are a lot, not the casino, by the way, there are a lot of like set pieces that I think they are, they are cool in, in, in a year, in two years, like when that is on like, Oh yeah, let me watch that. That is cool. I, I want to see that again. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like so many things in this movie are just, like assuming that the audience is dumb. <laughs> like, really? Like, huh, also. Like, well, I don't know. I feel like the that whole like that first scene with Poe and like them trying to like drop the bomb on the um uh what's that ship called? Um the the Star Destroyer? No, it has like a fancy name. Anyways. <laughs> um do I have it here somewhere? Um no, I don't think I have it. But basically, like, um, like Poe that is like, okay, like let's go and destroy everything. Um, I feel like one like that seems like very like a very stupid idea. Like right from the outset, it's like, and only, it was. There's only and like that was a like... couple of you. <laughs> it definitely seem like you're gonna get killed, but that's not the worst part of it. it like for me, it was like when they're like dropping these bombs. <laughs> it's like. Well, but wait a minute like there's no gravity in space <laughs> like how how are these bombs dropping <laughs> like that doesn't work 
Um, yeah, there's a just lot like of kind things of, like that. <laughs> yeah, it was just like that immediately like just took me out of this movie where I'm just like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, like or what about a, what about a ship that runs out of fuel and it, you know it gets behind? So that's another that's another thing, right? Because uh, they're like, oh, like our well, our ship is gonna run out of fuel in like something like this incredible amount of time. This is like eighteen hours or something like that. It's like oh, okay, um, but then they're like, we can't um, go um, at light speed uh, because we're gonna run out of fuel. And again, when you think about it for like more than a second, uh, when you're in space, there's nothing holding you back. So basically, if you go at light speed, you're just going to keep going at light speed. Like You have to actually use force to stop yourself. Uh, right. So maybe no. the problem would be that they like, wouldn't be able to stop. Um, I mean, if you just go in, you know, indefinitely in light speed, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna hit something for sure. <laughs> uh, the problem is that when they run out of fuel, they don't just like, you know, lag behind and then get into the, you know, the the reach of the the bad guys. Um, that part is weird, but hey, you know, Star Wars has a, has a uh, lot of that. And I then, mean, and then, there's no sound then they're, in space. They're like, so okay, can't... so here's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna fly like just a little bit faster than they can <laughs> it's like why exactly can't they catch up with you like because you're a smaller ship i guess but like, <laughs> like we've we've seen like kylo kylo ren's ship like was able to destroy like part part of their ship like why don't they do more of that <laughs> like right. no like they keep like this kind of like slow chase for this entire movie while like people are are leaving and coming and going and it's just like really (laughs) yeah that was not great (laughs) what's happening here like this this whole premise of this movie is just kind of weak in my opinion yeah um yeah it was not super strong i'll give you that it was it was kind of silly i was able to like not think too much about it to be honest yeah Uh, only but yeah i agree that is yeah it's like okay like you suspend disbelief at some point you're just like well whatever right like this is just kind of like the MacGuffin for for this story to happen um but then uh let's see like do you do you remember like the the order of things more than i do so that was kind of first scene and then oh yeah and then uh we get um finn who wakes up um right and well right i mean that was like middle so we started at at the trench run with poe destroying everything like you said it was a it was a dumb terrible plan but i think that was very much evident you know right. by you know that basically started out this whole plot uh, he failed poe was dumb that was not a good move and he yeah. kind of ruined everything for everyone yeah. um and then you know at, at the same time we have uh, ray and luke uh back at the island but, um, but we only see ray and luke when finn asks Where's Ray? And then they cut immediately to like, here's what Ray's been doing. <laughs> oh, I didn't even. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. It felt like at the same time to me. Interesting. No, it wasn't. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. Um, but but basically, like it's it's effectively right after. Um, right. Um. Huh. So. Okay. I mean, instead of going, like plot point by plot point, because I don't even have anything in front of me that I. I'm just like, I mean, I feel like memory. we should at least just try, and at some point we're just gonna break away. Um, um yeah, because then, then, like, 
then you get to Finn and uh, Luke. And basically the first thing you see is this, that same scene again where she's like handing him the lightsaber. Uh, and you he mean takes Ray it and, and you're going to be like, oh my god, like what is he going to do? Like finally reunited with his lightsaber. Like uh-huh. looking forward to this. And he just like throws the lightsaber. And again, yeah, like, I thought shoulder. like that scene, that moment was like, yes, this is great. Like this is perfect. <laughs> like great idea. Yeah. Um, but then the rest like happened. <laughs> um, um, I think this movie, and it kind of goes along with the theme of you know setting a new tone and new direction. Um, this movie like gave a middle finger to all the theories, all the fans. You know, like it just turned a lot of things on its head. You just mentioned like Luke, you know, throwing his lightsaber <laughs> over his over his shoulder, like. Nope. Oh, you thought this was going to be a big deal? Nope. Yeah. Um, like, I'm going to jump ahead of myself, but like, Snoke, oh, you think he's Dark Plagueis? He's no. whatever. But who's it? Nope. You don't care. He's dead. It doesn't matter. Um, oh, but who are Ray's parents? He's probably Han and. Nope. I was, it doesn't matter. I was so you know, relieved Rey, by that. I was like, yeah, Ray, it doesn't matter who the parents are. The Skywalker is in any possible way. Um, yeah, like it, it just turned a lot of things on its head. Like, and it doesn't matter. Uh, I don't care about you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't care about the fandom. Like, no, let's focus on other things. Um, yeah. So basically, like, we get kind of. But my thing is like, okay, like basically, it throws out the lightsaber. This was a great like scene, great idea. Uh, but then immediately, I feel like I was like, okay, I know what's gonna happen. Ray's gonna be really insistent. Like Luke is gonna make her wait for a long time, and then he's eventually <laughs> just gonna like teach her something, right? Like right. that's I feel like immediately that was kind of spelled out because I've seen a thousand movies, and that's exactly how each and every one of them goes. Um, so yeah, that was- it's a big it's a big call out to to Empire. Uh, you know, Luke goes to the bodega system. He meets. Uh, he meets Yoda. Yoda's like, ah, hmm. uh, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, screw you. I don't care about you. I'm just a silly little uh, green thing. Uh, and then Luke convinces Yoda to train him. And Yoda does, or at least starts to. And then mid-training, um, Luke goes to a dark cave to confront his fears. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm out of here. And Yoda's like, hmm. Uh, but you haven't finished your training. It's like, yep, but I gotta go. And it's exactly what happened to Ray. Ray yeah. took her, took her a while to convince Luke to train her. Uh, Luke eventually does or starts to. Ray goes to a dark cave, uh, confronts his fear, uh, her fears. Which, how do you interpret that? Um, I mean, we can go back, but anyway, she does that, and then she she never finished her training. She goes away. She kind of she kind of fails. Um, but yeah, that 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 cave. How do you interpret that? That was a very weird scene. Yeah, I feel like well, the way I interpret it is like I think she was expecting to see her parents down there, and her fear was that she's all alone, and right, um, that basically like all she could see there was herself. Right. Um. But for me, like that scene was just like kind of not landing that much. Like it just. Yeah. No, I agree it's like totally yeah it's you. like yeah we knew that right like i i feel like the scene in uh the force awakens where she puts on the helmet was almost more powerful mm-hmm. 
and seeing that like she was like had this like desire to belong somewhere and this right. hope within her whereas like this felt kind of odd plus like the narration was not great um it was really, and also it was a like bit too the, long yeah and the way th- that they set up like this kind of cave slash hole thing was like they made it sound very epic uh turns out like it wasn't <laughs> and it's like why didn't luke want her to go there like there was nothing really like, um but it was like even like the 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 hole itself it looked very like weird and yeah. very dark force like, sucked her and, like, in and right and it has like, almost like looked like like tentacles like the things were alive pulling her in yeah and then she goes and oh no it's just a cave you know in the shore yeah uh and has a mirror <laughs> it's like it was a bit you know underwhelming i would say yeah exactly um, and like luke's training was honestly like some of the worst training i've ever seen <laughs> probably like it was just not great like i again i get it but it's it was just like boring like i, don't, I honestly like don't want to see rage just like sitting on a rock like <laughs> want her to like use her lightsaber like i want her to like use the force to do stuff you know like but i think that that frustration from the audience because i think everyone wants to see that everyone wants to see ray kicking ass with a lightsaber and getting stronger um I think that frustration is like what Ray felt. Ray was also yeah. like she she didn't want to sit on a rock and and <laughs> and reach out literally to the force. That was so funny. Uh, like, reach uh, out, <laughs> she you know physically yeah. reaches out. That was funny. Um, like I think that was the point. Like we as an audience were frustrated because we didn't see any progress. But the same thing happened to to ray i think she was frustrated by his training she was frustrated that she, she was not you know seeing results or she was not getting it uh which you know it was also what luke felt i think in the empire yeah um i guess but and he's, that, like at some point he says something like um oh like when i was younger i wasn't afraid of like such a training someone with like such raw like powers um but like and i wasn't scared back then but i am now <laughs> and then you're like, mm. okay, well, training's over then. And I was like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> training just continues. It's like kind of weird. Um, then, um, I, well, is it at this point? I think like at some point we like cut back to like the rest of the characters. Um, right. But like maybe well, we but, could... but let, let, let's keep here. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. Do let's, Ray let's do all this the way like go back. kind of all entire um, storyline. Um, right. So then, let's start. Let's talk about uh, force time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's when she's seeing um, Kylo Ren and Kylo Ren seeing her. Right. I thought that was like some of the best moments of this movie. Um, right, like the acting from Ray and um, well Daisy and and um, geez, what's his Adam name? Adam Driver Adam Driver Yeah, uh, was some of the best acting in this entire movie. Yeah, they had great chemistry. Yes. And, and, and something that me, I didn't pick up on The Force Awakens, to be honest, like, it was, uh, I was surprised. Yeah, yeah, it. exactly. And for me, that was like, uh, okay, this is why they picked Adam, Adam Driver for this. Like, he, yeah. it, like, really shines in, in this movie. Absolutely. And I, I gotta say, um, I, I was, am still a, a big Adam Driver fan. Uh, I watched Girls. Uh, I love that show. And he's in it. He's brilliant in it. Um, 
I watched this movie called Lucky Logan or whatever. He's also in it. Um, like, <laughs> what a lot of people didn't like about Kylo being a bit, you know, emo and just, you know, grumpy and like me, annoying kid. <laughs> um, that was like, that is Adam Driver. Right. Uh, but like, you know, constrained, like um, tamed. <laughs> and I was like, guys, if you see girls, if you see one of their, one of Adam Driver's like, like rage moments um <laughs> he's great at it he's right. like that is adam driver yeah. for me and this kylo ren is very much that yeah it's like they finally let him loose and like all right just go that that just right. just just shoot him <laughs> you know that that just the frustration is so real yeah um, i mean my uh like kind of my complaints about um about him in the in uh, the force awakens was that I didn't see Kylo Ren. I saw Adam Driver. <laughs> um, mm. And I think that's mostly gone away with this movie. Um, I feel like he's settled into the role and I, like, I now like fully associated him with Kylo Ren. So um, that was totally like kind of my issue that I just had to get over with. Uh, but I think that's the problem of any well-known uh, actors being in Star Wars. Um, oh, but he he was definitely not well known, yeah. right? <laughs> and because I, I mean, I knew him because before. I was familiar with with his character from Girls. I actually feel the opposite way. Like right now, I feel like Kylo is more Adam Driver than before. Which is interesting. Uh, interesting. Okay, because huh. I've seen his rage in other characters. Like right. I've seen those episodes. <laughs> right, and, right. You know, it was more in line with that. So that that's interesting. Huh. interesting. Uh, but anyways, I think these scenes were really great and it right. like you could sort of start understanding that connection that they have with each other. Um, mm -hmm. And it was really interesting to see them sort of be like really open and kind of like develop something together <laughs> in this weird way, even though they're not in the same space. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And then that's when uh, Ray <laughs> shoots at a wall. <laughs> um And then you have like the the caretakers that are like angry at her for right. destroying the that wall, was which was again uh, like that was a funny moment. Um, so actually, yeah, before uh, we leave that, uh, uh, we have to talk briefly about that uh, shirtless topless scene. Uh, <laughs> that's later. That's later. But oh yeah, uh, sure. was, one of the force time sessions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we can go back to it later. Uh, but no, we can. I mean, you've talked about it. Right. So, so uh, okay. So for it was weird. Um, was it though? <laughs> I thought it was great. It was very weird. Uh, like if it was, you know, the opposite. If you saw like Ray getting dressed or whatever, that would be even weirder. Um, yeah. So I don't think it was like why. Um, I I've seen read heard. I don't remember where, how I know this, but I've seen somewhere uh, Ryan Johnson uh, briefly talking about like why the scene um, happened, um, and I guess the gist of it is at that moment we, the audience, are still not super sure um, if the characters can see each other um, and like what can they see each other because the way mm. this is shot is brilliant because you never see the two characters right. in the same place. Yeah. Um, so, like, if you have one character in the snow planet and another in the desert, you will never see them both at the same t place, right? They're each... And that's what they're trying to communicate. They're each on their own 
space place uh and so it was kind of tricky because you always shot you, you shot this like shot reverse shot type mm-hmm. of way and it's tricky to tell the audience that, that they can actually see each other yeah not just hear or feel or whatever so the point of that scene was to uh, be obvious to the audience that they could see each other because they weren't really obvious him, though right because they there's like the shirtless thing uh, but mm-hmm. there's also, like, uh, Kylo Ren also asks her, like, can you see my surroundings? Because I can only see you. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Like, they're really le- leaning into this. Right. So, um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, uh, that but was, I think that was... the, the shirtless thing, like, kind of uh, starts to plant the seed of, like, a like physical sexual attraction between the two, which I think is, uh, like, quite I interesting. Uh, I really hope not. I mean, why not? <laughs> I I I don't like how like romance between characters is like just like you have to have it. Like I no, agree, no, but in like, this case, why? it's almost like in this case, it's not romance. It's this kind of physical attraction. It's like the like they can't help but be kind of connected to each other in a way that like they're I don't know they're brain might not like <laughs> um like rationally but physically it's like there's there's something there um <laughs> have you seen the have you been following uh emo color and oh account? yes oh my god it's so good like it just like <laughs> i i love that scene like even if it was just for uh the tweets um do you have the the tweet in front of you <laughs> Um, but there's like been just so many amazing tweets coming out of that account we'll put a link in the show notes um let me pull it up it's so hilarious oh here here Uh, (laughs) so he says dear diary i stood around all day shirtless and covered in oil in case i got an an expected call but unfortunately i didn't (laughs) it's so good (laughs) um and he also has another one uh where um he says wait a minute uh, oh yeah it's like meticulously colors a, a band-aid black with sharpie <laughs> it <was> so good <laughs> so good i love this Twitter account um <laughs> um so yeah, and i feel like for me the Twitter account like kind of like it builds on the the character <laughs> i see as being kylo um mm-hmm. that is so great um so yeah, um, that scene. <laughs> um, anything else uh, during the training? Uh, I guess like we should probably uh, talk about. Um, I don't know if it's too early to talk about that, but like the book burning scene. The um, the book learning, I I totally missed it. Like what happened there? I don't I didn't care about the books. Right. So. I, I, Again, I think this is like a very weak scene <laughs> where um, it, it starts off with like kind of an interesting idea um, that like basically Luke is supposed to have this uh, thought that the Jedis are as guilty of the war that's happening as um, right. the Siths, right? Uh, and they have as much to do with like keeping this war going, uh, and therefore the like the Jedi's should stop existing, and the world mm. would be a better place for it. And, and therefore, why would he keep those books that are basically a way to train more Jedi's? Um, mm. 
So that sort of makes sense. Although, like, I feel like the movie hasn't done a good job at it, at telling us why exactly. <laughs> like, do you think that Jedi's have a part to play in it? It seems like the only kind of explanation is that, well, Jedi's train other Jedi's, and some of these potential Jedi's <laughs> turn out to be bad guys. Um, but that's kind of a weak explanation, in my opinion. Like, you could have a better reason. Um, but anyways, uh, so he goes on, off to, like, this big tree that has all these books in it uh, with a thing to, like, set fire in it. And he gets close to doing it and then kind of has a second thought and just, like, stops. And then out of absolutely nowhere, Yoda shows up. <laughs> and let me tell oh, you. Oh, like, that scene. Okay, okay. We I did we were... not need to see Yoda here. Uh, I didn't mind it. Ugh. I gotta be honest. I don't mind. I didn't mind Yoda. Um, oh, okay. I gotta ask you. Did you notice? Did you realize that Ray had the books? So, well, we uh, see it after. But right, at this but point, I, totally I didn't it. know. At this point, I didn't yeah. know. No, but uh, like at the end of the movie, I totally missed it. Oh, uh, no, I saw it. I saw it. They had like a oh, big shot I don't, where I don't like, know. They, I, I miss it. They like open the drawer <laughs> and then you see all the books. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't, so, and, I don't know. And what again, happened. like, this is like, there's a really interesting detail in there where uh, Yoda tells Luke that right. there's nothing in here that Ray doesn't already have. Right, um, yeah, that was a good and, troll. I mean, she has the books. <laughs> right. Good Yoda uh, troll. Yeah, so but, like, but he never tells Luke. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Let's look in um, the in the in the dark. But I just think, like story wise, like one, but like I, I don't want you to just bring in those characters that I love to just have them do like the, these weird cameos, where they're not actually bringing that much to the story. Like a weird thing for me is, I, is like, okay, you know, it's I like agree. Wait, but it's like Luke wanted to to burn that tree, right? Like, why did he need Yoda to tell him he could do it? Like, just have him um, burn down the tree, and that's fine. That makes total sense with his character. Okay, sure. Because I could have understood it. I could have understood it. If if he wanted to go burn the tree, and then Yoda, like, appeared and told him, don't do it, right? Because, like, you need someone to, like, convince him right. to change his mind. But in this case, Yoda's just basically saying, like, yeah, do it. <laughs> uh, and then, like, someone's, <laughs> like, a lightning strike for some reason. Um, it was okay so here's the 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 point of yoda in the movie so not necessarily for the tree plot point um first it was just a classic yoda troll i mean (laughs) that was good um but i think the point of yoda in the scene is that at least for me it reminded me that you know, Luke is not a master know-it-all. Like, Luke is not at a Yoda level. Uh, and that, you know, at Don't this point... Don't you think point, it was clear, though? No. It's well, like, Luke is obviously wrong, right? Because, like, at this point, Luke is the is a proxy for Yoda and Empire. But it's like, no, no, not really. Here, look, uh, Luke still doesn't get it. Um, he still has a lot of things to learn. Um, and I think it was that, I mean, Yoda was probably what motivate, motivated Luke to basically, you know, do that last, um, effort, that last, um, last push, 
force push uh you know at the end to go and and help them because at this point luke was like giving up he didn't care he was like completely broken and destroyed it was this like i don't the think master so, coming it, it back. wasn't it wasn't it was r2d2 Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a cheap. That was a cheap move. And that was R2. great. Like that was fine. Like basically, right. I wanted that as a character, as a right. as a like as a Star Wars fan, right? Like I, because because <laughs> that's the thing, right? It's like Ray is Luke. Like he was this person, like trying to convince others that, like, yes, like we need to go fight for what's right, and mm. someone needed to remind him of that, and R two D two did it. Um, and I think in the perfect way, right? By like showing him yeah. Leia, uh, and I, I also feel like for us, the audience, um, there's like some kind of nostalgia in that, like knowing about like Carrie Fisher, and like I feel like every, for me, every moment that she was on the screen was kind of emotional, um, and I felt like that was a perfect moment to bring that. Uh, but I just don't know that we needed Yoda, basically. Fair enough. I'm happy to have him. Uh, if he was like crucial to the story, I'll give you that. Maybe not. Maybe we could have, you know, it would have worked without Leota. Uh, but I, I, I was happy to see him. Okay. Uh, so the puppet, the puppet Yoda, not the CGI monster. <laughs> uh, that was good. <laughs> the yeah. the puppet, not just puppet, but the the troll, the you know the jest troll uh, Yoda, <laughs> and not the yeah. wise and and yeah. serious Yoda. Okay, um, uh, next, I think we have to talk about the Porgs. Yeah, they were how, a little bit too cute. How me. cool are them? I love the Porgs. <laughs> I didn't care for the Porgs. Uh, they're so great. Like, how can you not like them? They're so cute. <laughs> like, if, if, if the That's Porgs the- saga ended uh, with the... Chewy at the you know about to eat one of them. Oh, that scene was was so good. <laughs> like it. if it, if the porg saga ended there, I was like, sure, you know, it's a cutie thing. Uh, it sells toys. Kids like it. It's okay. Uh, but even though when you think when you think about it, it's super dark. Uh, I mean, Chewy killed a porg and you know <laughs> took his feathers or <laughs> fur out and I just he just and, burned them right. <laughs> Right, so like that is fine, but then eating <laughs> for anyway, that can be a bit too dark if you think too much about it. But uh, like if if the porgs ended there, I w- it's fine. Um, but then I I didn't the like having the that porgs everywhere vegan. in the Millennium Falcon, like uh, almost piloting the Millennium. It was a bit too much, just well, a bit too much. Yeah, they're just like, but it's fine. In. Um, yeah, I think it also like helps establish that they have been there for a long time. <laughs> Uh-huh. And so like they start kind of like co-living together <laughs> um yeah i did like honestly i i wouldn't m- mind if like they weren't there or that it ended there for them uh but i like it didn't bother me basically uh and i found that that seemed funny um so um yeah i think uh, i okay so uh, tell me if you if you heard this as well I don't remember where I heard this, but I read somewhere that, or heard in a podcast, whatever, um, that the porgs, like in that island where they were shooting, there was a lot of like wild birds or whatever, um, like they couldn't get rid of to shoot. So it was easier to just 
add a CGI pork on top of it to hide it <laughs> than to try to clean it up of the shop. Huh, interesting. And that's why there's so Hadn't many of them <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> so I, 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 I don't know if this is true. I know that I heard it's like, okay, you know what? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, you can have that. That nice. is actually pretty smart. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So do you, is there more stuff on the island? Uh, on the island? Um, I like I liked seeing the, um, the X-Wing in the oh, yeah. you know uh, yeah. underwater i was really hoping for some throwaway there like yeah uh, me too the end luke would i don't know like i was waiting to see more but nope that was yeah. it um the the scene with the blue milk that was maybe a bit too much yeah like, i don't think that we needed that <laughs> yeah that was kind of weird and gross uh <laughs> so yeah what else in that i i think i think that's it um yeah i think i think that is it right uh, oh uh, okay uh, we can we talk about um the flashbacks to uh, luke and kylo um oh yes that's the big part that we forgot about yeah that i think that was that was very well executed i think it was it was great it was it was very hard to to pull off but i think that they managed to do it um Showing like the same scene from two different perspectives, perspectives, yeah, and and you know they're both true, but they're they have very different you know meanings and yeah. interpretations. But they you know it was not like oh the way Kylo remembers it you know the script was different, which could happen, and, and this happens to humans. We kind of like you know mm-hmm. yeah. change our memories, uh, but no, like the same exact same scene, but just. It was shot in a way that you could you could very much feel the different uh, points of view in in, in the yeah. scene. I think that was that was great. That yeah. was really good. I agree. Like that was that was great, and that was sort of unexpected. Um, mm. But I really and again, like <laughs> this is in in like my final notes on this movie. But mm-hmm. the characters are very underdeveloped <laughs> in in this entire movie. Um, they're like almost like cardboard hmm. characters in my opinion um and what oh yeah oh yeah so okay i don't agree okay so we go from so last time we've seen luke he is the guy who thinks he can save darth vader like the big like bad guy that like there's something that's good within him right and then now what we're seeing with this movie is he goes from that person to someone who is willing to kill not only his student but his nephew <laughs> because he feels like he's starting to turn bad like that is not the same person right and i completely believe that like the luke that we knew can evolve to become this person who would kill their um their students and, and nephew but the movie just like never showed me that. Like how like how can Luke go, go from point A to point B? Like I feel like I need more explanation here for why mm-hmm. this makes sense and like what is the thinking that brought him there? Because right now like it feels very cheap and like just very like odd, right? Like like it, I, like I look at this and I'm like 
yeah like he's obviously wrong right like you can't empathize for him at all right <laughs> okay this is a big one this is a big one um i liked what ryan johnson did here and it all comes down which is a central theme of this movie which is the disparity or the, or the fight no no the fight or the disparity of luke the legend and luke the character i mean luke himself talked about this and said you know i was a legend you know and people just created their own stories and interpretations of what i did mm -hmm. and people expected me to save the galaxy mm -hmm. and it was a lot on you know a lot of weight on his shoulders uh, it was a, a big name to live um you, you know it was and we see that um because luke is for us the audience star wars fans luke is a legend luke is the hero of this story uh, and so we just expect luke to be perfect and to you know to save us and be this this powerful hero um and when when you see him in this movie it is immediately apparent that he is not that flawless perfect hero he is a very troubled man um haunted with failure all around uh, he's a man who's given up uh, and he's completely destroyed. <laughs> he's a broken person. Um, we, like, I, I love that they did that. Um, I love that, that they they couldn't live up to Luke's expectations of the stories that people created around him and what people were expecting of this character. They couldn't. So they're just like, no, that is not going to happen. Yep. It's a very human Again, take on this character. Like, I completely it, agree with you. Like, I think this is a good idea. I just don't think they executed well on it. But, dude, think. Uh, on on <laughs> on Jedi, Luke... Like, I don't know if you interpret this way. At that scene with... um, Or, no, not Jedi. On Empire, uh, Luke... When when Luke is is on the throne room with the Emperor and Vader, Luke <laughs> Luke thinks about the option of turning to the dark side. Mm -hmm. I believe so. Luke plays with that thought. Um, Luke is not just like, no, I am a good person. Never. Uh, Luke plays with that mm -hmm. thought. He 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 considers it. Mm -hmm. He looks at you know. At the Emperor, he looks at the situation, he looks at Vader, who's his father, like, maybe, yeah, maybe I could, you know, maybe I can, I could make them good, like, turn them from the inside, whatever, I, I, I have no uh, doubts that he's, uh, you know, his intentions and ideals are, are pure and good, but still, he plays with that thought, and I think that is exactly what happened at that scene with Kylo, it's not that, I don't, I don't believe, you know, my interpretation of Luke, the character, I don't believe that Luke would ever actually murder Ben. Um, but he thinks about it. He plays with the thought. He's there and he acts on an instinct. He, he lights up a lightsaber. Um, he never attacked uh, Ben, right? He was, he was never, he never, you know, strike down. Um, but that moment of hesitation, that turning on the, lights, the lightsaber, that is, you know, what ruined him mm -hmm. that was like the <laughs> that was what what kicked this whole turn of events um but, and but i why? At least my interpretation of luke my interpretation of luke is that i believe that this character could play with that feeling could could you know 
ponder this option in on an instinct i mean he's old his <laughs> reflexes are not that good uh he could light up the lightsaber because he was he was playing with his thought and that backfired really hard uh but i believe this character i believe this character would do it would do this not strike down ben but but consider the option in light up the lights again like i can make up a story in my mind for why he might do this right like that's and and that's what i said at the beginning like i can imagine a better version of this movie in my head (laughs) um (laughs) that that talks about this that makes you like imagine if like maybe he has like a, a forced dream where he sees kylo like killing all the apprentice um and like having to like weigh that dilemma of like should i do what's best for the greater good or should i like try to save him and like having that dilemma but we never see that like everything Mm -hmm. there has to like i have to like headcanon this (laughs) to basically like have it make sense but that's not what the movie tells me like the well, the way that the movie brings this, like it's maybe this like one and a half minute, right? Like where this all goes down, and I think that they don't do good enough of a job at explaining, like to me, why like a rational person would make this decision. Okay, um, fair enough. I think they 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 gave us the hints that we needed. I mean. We arrived at the conclusion. Uh, we get there. It was not super obvious. Hey, maybe it could have used could have used a bit more information, context, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was there. I mean, Luke said, uh, like he he acted on an impulse. Um, he regretted immediately. Um, that was. I mean, he failed Ben by 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 doing it. Um, I mean. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not super on the nose, but thing, it's there. Another thing that's sort of like not explained is because like there's other uh, apprentice, and so it's like, did Kylo kill all of them after this? Like, like what happened yeah. exactly? So Kylo had some of his followers, right? The the what was the name? Are they the Knights of Ren? Right. Like, yeah. Do yeah, we yeah. know that for sure, or do we like not all? I know they killed a lot of people. Um but at least some. Because that's right? like never been mentioned in the movie. Hmm. So like I don't I don't know if that's just like people making up making up stories or, or what. I don't know. Well, we can see in the flashbacks on, on The Force Awakens at the um, whatever the planet is, like at the Jedi Academy. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Kylo with a bunch of like henchmen. Right. Um and those are the Knights of Ren, I just assumed. But you could see at that point he had like a he had a an entourage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um okay. So I think we should probably move on for from this part of the story to go back to our ship. Um Okay, so what about the, the scene at the throne room? You wanna do that later? Oh, we're not yeah, we're not there yet. Um, okay okay so uh basically and and if i remember correctly like that's sort of how it happened um so next is um well actually i don't know exactly what happened first but whatever we'll just go (laughs) go one way and uh, we'll talk about the, the other one after but um 
then basically this is where um like kylo uh goes in uh he's in his like sort of ship uh and goes to shoot um the part where leia is uh and they again have that force time uh where they can see each other uh, <laughs> um and you see that he decides not to shoot um right. and again like i think it was a good moment like any scene with carrie fisher is very emotional um but then some somebody else shoots and right. like leia just has this look on her face and where immediately i was like okay this is it like they're killing off her character yeah i was waiting for it yeah i was was also waiting for it um and so i was like okay like i it's like i get it you know (laughs) um and i was like yeah she sort of has to die um so i was like okay it sort of makes sense um and so she flies off in space, uh, and you think she's dead. <laughs> Turns out she flies back, uses the force, uh, and ch- channels it to transform into Mary Poppins, and then flies back to the ship uh, until someone Mary Poppins, uh, y'all opens the Remember airlock this? and lets her in. Remember the scene from Guardians of the Galaxy too. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I haven't no. seen Guardians oh, of the oh, Galaxy too. Oh, but... So good. What? You look like Mary Poppins. Is he cool? Hell yeah, he's cool. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! Anyway, um, that is my least favorite scene of the whole movie. Mm. It's a Mary Poppins scene. Yeah. Uh, I did not care for it. Uh, It looked visually, it looked awkward. Yeah, visually it was terrible. Uh, (laughs) uh, I mean... Having Leia use the Force to kind of like you know do something incredible, uh, sure. I, I, I mean, I was waiting for. I want that. I want to see that because we know that Leia is also powerful in the Force. I mean, she 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 she's also you know the daughter of Darth Vader and all. She's a but she's not a Jedi, so we never actually see we never see Leia use the Force. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, I wanted to see that, but the the way they chose to show that in this movie, I did not care for. Yeah, it. I, I like it how unexpected awkward. it was because I think pretty much everyone understood that like she's gonna have to not be in the movies <laughs> at some point, um, and so it was actually Wait, like but a no, but... big surprise that she would. Oh, come okay, back, okay, right, right. Yeah. Um, so that was surprising. Uh, but again, I found that like kind of odd, right? Because she's just saving herself, which <laughs> sort of feels right. selfish. Like, what? What about Akbar? Right? Like, um, I, like I would yeah. have expected oh, no, her Akbar. to like do something, use the force to protect everyone, you know, mm-hmm. and like have this magical shield or whatever that like prevents them from being hit. Mm-hmm. But somehow, like she is the only one who lives, which feels maybe a little bit selfish. Uh, I haven't thought about that. That's interesting. In like yeah. a weird way. Um. um so okay, but I overall, was ready... like, I think I I kind of like this idea because it was unexpected, and I was glad that okay. like, we're gonna have more Leia, uh, Leia scenes. So, so I was ready to see Leia the character. 
die, uh, you know, for for the fact that Carrie Fisher is no longer with us. Um, I was surprised that we didn't see that in this movie. Uh, and I have no idea how, you know, Carrie's passing, how that affected uh, or influenced the script in any way. Uh, I don't know if the, if the shooting was done by the time. Yeah. Know, so what I heard passed. from other podcasts is that all the shooting, uh, all her scenes were done by the time she passed away. Um, one thing that they weren't able to do is um, like basically what they tend to do is have actors basically like dub their own scenes in cases where you can't hear them well um right. so and you can sort of hear that like in some of her scenes like you kind of have having trouble hearing her uh and that's because they weren't able to do that okay uh but yeah, other no, than that totally like that they haven't yeah. modified the movie um based on that and apparently what um either ryan johnson or somebody from star wars have said is that they will not be um creating like a cgi version of right Jerry i also Fisher heard of that nice yeah movie. so yeah, and i, I mean i also where that that leaves us really i also heard that it was the plan all along was to have the force awakens be you know all about han yeah. uh the last jedi be it all about luke and you know episode nine would focus very much on on leia I kind of hate I mean, that. Not, yeah, but uh, I don't know. But here's the thing. So, uh, assuming that the script was not influenced by Carrie Fisher's passing, um, I can see that we needed we needed Leia at that final scene, uh, the final battle. Uh, we needed her to, you know, meet with Luke. We needed that moment. Um, if we needed this this force Mary Poppins scene, not sure. Uh, but then Leia is just out of the movie for the most part of it like she's just right not in it you know she's asleep or whatever yeah. <laughs> whatever happened well, but that's um, setting up for like poe's story arc right okay but but it, it feels it feels cheap like what uh yeah <laughs> i don't i don't know i didn't i don't think it was very good she just no, I agree. You know, like it was all very weird, right? Like it's right. like she I mean, I I get it. Like she just managed to survive in space and fly back to her ship, but it's like like why can't she come back and be fine? <laughs> like right? Like cuz there there's obviously no rules for how the force works. Um so it's kind of odd that like she comes back and then like she has to be sort of in the coma for hours and hours. <laughs> when she right. comes back i don't know yeah I, I agree with you like it was a little bit strange i personally like it didn't bother me too too much but i agree that like it was one of these things where it's like not real strong <laughs> like it's mm -hmm. just like it happens because like and and i can see why it has to happen this way f because of the story that they decided uh but oftentimes it, it feels like they made this like arbitrary decision and then they retrofitted all the other pieces to like fit yeah, that, that idea rather than like make a story that makes sense and then like go with that <laughs> to see like what would happen um right because it's like okay we need her at the beginning to to have that clash between her and in poe 
which is very short, but we yeah. need that. And we need her at the end with Luke and leading the rebellion. And we need her not to be around for the whole pro right, exactly. defying, <laughs> defying leadership and all. So it's like, okay, we need her at the beginning, at the end. We can't have her in the middle. <laughs> Do something. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. I know. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. And I'll just... <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll just blow her up, but not really. And then she goes into coma. Done. Ship it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it felt yeah. like lazy yeah, writing. That's, in my opinion. Yeah, that's sort of how it felt. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. Poe is a mess in this movie. It's 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 funny how Poe. I feel like is is the exact same character as Poe from The Force Awakens, but. Um, like <laughs> that character fails Poe in this is like the different situation. In this movie. Like he's responsible well, for killing like thousands and thousands of people. Like every single true. person in the rebellion who dies in this movie is because of Poe. Right. But what I'm trying to say is the fact that Poe defies leadership and just goes and fights and does the you know, does the right thing, that made him a hero in The Force Awakens. Right. But the same character and the same approach made him, you know, not a villain, but, you know, made him <laughs> yeah. um, a villain. Oh, let's go for it. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's, the, here's the biggest plot hole for me. And it's something that I just couldn't really make sense out of it. Why couldn't they just tell Poe the plan? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me either. <laughs> it's just like, I get it, like, at first. And, and like... Again, I can sort of make up a story in my mind for, like, why it might make sense. Like, imagine that um, Laura Dern's character, which I uh, honestly didn't like her in this movie. <laughs> we can talk about her separately. Um, but, like, imagine if, like, she's, she's just, like, takes over. There's, like, a million things for her to do. Like, a, there's so many th- people, like, pulling her, like, in all sorts of different directions. And she's just, like... Poe, like, just sit down here. Like, I don't have time for this. Like, I can't explain you everything. Like, trust Agreed. me, it'll be fine. Right. Like, I feel right. like I, I would have understood that part a lot better. Where, like, in yes. this, in like, what they've shown in the movie is, like, she's very calm, like, very relaxed. She's like, oh, yeah, let me, let me tell you, uh, like, tell me about your concerns. And then she's like, oh, no, no, like, it'll be fine. Like, just follow the plan. And, like, very relaxed. Um, and so, like, I sort of, like have that headcanon in, in my mind of like okay like what they probably wanted to have is like imagine that she's like really busy and doesn't have time even though that's not what they they've shown but then when poe takes out the gun and like basically like takes control of the ship like what kind of like reason could you possibly have for not telling him the plan then like i understand right. before because whatever you're busy and you don't think he's gonna do anything you, you will hope right. that he's just gonna trust you at this point it doesn't make any sense i totally agree and and not only then but when they tell poe a a, a fake plan like why yeah, why yeah, why exactly. create this you know this fake plan to like no we're just gonna give up or whatever i don't even remember what it is but it's like you're just throwing fuel into the fire like (laughs) what are you doing what yeah i anyway that is the biggest plot yeah and so laura dern like i didn't i honestly didn't like her in this movie i didn't like the way that she was dressed and the way that she acted this part like they're just like everything about her like didn't feel right um i 
Okay, I I I don't care. Uh, I think she did a good job. She's a good actress uh, with the script that she had. Um, yeah. The way she's dressed, I mean, the way she looked is okay. Uh, so let it's me. It's fine. She okay. looked cool. She well, looked cool. I, I liked it. It's cool, but it like it. It seems to me, and that like her, she it didn't feel like she was um like she needs to be the pragmatic person, right? because that's her character she's she's pragmatic she's like look we don't have fuel like what we need to do is find this planet get to this planet like i don't need to be flashy i don't need to be like get the the credits like i if someone has to sacrifice themselves that's gonna be me right like that's her character Hmm. uh but the way that she's kind of dressed feels like that's not what that says to me. Like she's sort of dressed as someone who like, like she's, she's wearing this like big long, like very nice dress, like has like her hair is very nice. Like everything is like very much in place. Like it seems like she's the way that they've dressed her is more as someone who um, is like more flashy and kind of wants that attention when like, that's not how they want her character to be. So I like compared to basically compared to Leia. Leia also had like these crazy like flashy outfits, right? Uh, but Leia like sort of wants that attention. She's like the feisty, like she'll. Dude, sorry, I bumped my my mic. Uh, she's like the flashy, like yeah, like let's go ahead and like let's do it, let's get shit done. And uh, but I felt like for this character, it wasn't super appropriate. Um, and I don't know if you remember this because you've only seen it once, but, uh, you know, the lady who introduces her before, like right before uh, she appears on screen, I don't, I don't know if you so. re- sort of remember her, uh, if like any of the listeners do, uh, I, I feel like I was, was expecting more someone like her to take charge because it's like, she's remember. a lot more like down to earth. Like you, like just looking at the way that, um, they, the her costume and i think like you feel like this person has been through a lot and that they've been fighting with the rebellion for a long time um so i felt like maybe that would have been more appropriate again like in the grand scheme of thing like that's a very very like nitpicky comment um but overall like i i don't know i just didn't feel like uh, laura dern's character was that great in this movie although like i understand why she had to be there and i'm like really happy that like the second in command was also a woman like totally appreciate that and totally like that um i the only the only nitpick i have with this character uh and not at all with laura dern's performance um just the character it kind of i feel tricked when like oh there is this very important character that you never seen, but like, oh, and yeah. now she's here, and yeah, she's super important. Yeah, exactly. She's like, you know, second in like, lead in command. Yeah, it's like, wait, what? Uh, who's she again? Um, <laughs> so this kind of like throws me off because you know it's hard to build this awareness and this empathy for a character that you were just introduced in, like, right in the middle of the action. Um, yeah. So that was something that you know, just just because it's the first time you see your character, it's like it took me a yeah. while to just place her in this universe. Um, so, so anyways, but, that whole thing I mean, didn't make so, any sense. <laughs> um, um, now, but hey, uh, what about what about that that turnaround and when you know going to light speed through a ship? 
<laughs> Can we talk yeah. about that scene? Uh, yeah, I mean that's coming later, but um, yes, that was awesome. That was super epic. Oh my epic. god, that that scene, like first brilliant idea. I never thought about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like, what happened? And um, it's like, why have we never seen that before? Like, <laughs> that's a genius idea. This is great. I want to see that. It's like. When I see her, like, you know, going in light speed to see the stars, like that special effect going in, I, yeah. First, I was not expecting to see what happened. I was expecting to see a ship, you know, just like an explosion, like boom, just right. like you throw a missile at it, something. Mm-hmm. But no, the ship cuts through the, yeah. <laughs> the Star Destroyer. Yeah. And um, pure silence. The sound effect, the whole, yeah, oh my oh, God, it was, was beautifully so executed. Yeah. Uh, at, at, the, at the screening I was on, um, like, <laughs> You hear some gasps, like, you oh, know, yeah. but then there's this one dude, of course, just <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, oh, no. <laughs> but it was funny, like, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like you see the explosion, you see silence. Wait one, two seconds, like, holy shit. <laughs> that was that was so then, funny. It was because it was exactly what everyone was thinking. We were right. all thinking, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that was so. Cool. Um, uh, but can so, we talk about the scene before uh, that? The scene where basically uh, it's like um, Leia and Laura Dern are like talking, um, and <laughs> so they're like, "So yeah, someone needs to stay," and Leia's just like, "Well." <laughs> you go basically <laughs> she's like i've lost enough people and then she's like oh yeah whatever made the first is like you. hey i already died today okay yeah, can, basically can... yeah um but that also felt like out of character for leia i feel i, I don't know maybe i'm like thinking that leia is like better than she really is as a person but like uh-huh. i would have felt like leia would have been the person that would have been like no like i'm the general here like i'm gonna take it right. for the team like i'm not gonna let you do this and i'll just cut through this ship and then i'll marry poppins back to, <laughs> right exactly, to exactly. <laughs> and i also thought like maybe like that would have been a good place to end it too for her right like she saves everyone yeah uh yeah, but yeah, no yeah. she's just like yep yeah, like <laughs> Have fun. Thank you for your service. Uh, I'll <laughs> go and be safe on this ship. Um, which is like kind of odd. It's um, funny. But. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Now I think we have to talk about Finn and Rose. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let, let, let's do it. Um, so. Okay. That starts with another one of these like great scenes. Uh-huh. Right, like Finn, who tries to escape <laughs> again, like typical Finn, um, yeah. and then Rose, who's uh, crying because her sister died, um, and then she sees him and recognizes him. Uh, so uh-huh. she goes up to him, and it, like she's basically in awe of like getting to meet him and like how great he is and like how big of a role he played with the rebels. Um, but then she quickly realizes that he's trying to escape <laughs> and yeah. then she stuns him <laughs> that, was, thought, that was a great setup i thought that whole scene was great like no that was that was really great that was really on um, point like like funny dialogue like like finn and, and uh, basically john boyega i think he he's a great actor um and i think he delivered that perfectly um uh-huh. and it's like it's the kind of stuff that i want to see from finn like, it's just, like, great dialogues, like, great interactions between characters. Uh, so mm-hmm. I really love that. Um, 
so yeah, I agree. It was a great setup. Uh, I think these two characters have these two actors have great chemistry. Uh, I love well. I love Rose. Um, uh, first, uh, was I the only one? I I thought so. The first time we see Rose and we see her, you know, playing with with the necklace, and you made the association with that yeah. previous character that died. I thought it was her her wife or like love interest. Yeah. Um, I yeah, didn't assume it's kind of sister. strange for siblings to have these necklaces. Yeah, it's I guess like if you're part do. of like like basically they're going to war. Um uh-huh. I can see that there's maybe like a higher risk of someone maybe passing away unexpectedly, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why. Um but it would yeah. have been like really interesting to have her like actually be her wife. Yeah, yeah. I I that that's what I thought and it, it it takes a while for for I think for her to mention her sister. So it, yeah. for the longest time, it was like, you know, yeah, that's that's the relationship here. Um, her okay. So so Rose and Finn's whole <laughs> journey. Uh, I think it was wasted. I mean, we can talk about the casino scene. For me, that is like it didn't need to be in the movie. Please, I, I thought it was weird. Um, there was. Too much emphasis on the horses type of animals. <laughs> um, they try to make it make them too cute. Uh, it was just too much. Like <laughs> they, made, they 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 set up so much about but these it's horses. just like it's like okay like there's this tension like we're stra- we're stuck on this ship we're running out of fuel like we're getting attacked by these enemies and right. it's like you know what we can do like let's let just like take take like a smaller ship and just like go off go do this side adventure and then come yeah. back it's just like yeah it, it? yeah it, it took away from the sense of urgency that was going yeah. on that scene it's like holy shit we have to we have to get something we need to plan and like all right uh, you know just like i said we're going to this casino uh it's gonna take like yeah. 45 minutes and then they like uh, skype in maz for some reason yeah Okay, what happened? Ma- Maz was not in this movie at all, except for that Skype scene. Yeah. Uh, wasn't I don't think that we weird? need to see her more. <laughs> I oh, I I like Maz. Um, I, I I'm curious about that character. I want to know more. Um, <laughs> she, she just next thing so you're important. gonna know, she she just dies next next episode. <laughs> No, <laughs> like <Snoke>. um, <laughs> so. Like, anyway, the, so the casino. Felt first, it ran for too long, in my opinion. Um, it, it took away from the sense of it was like a side quest, you know, like a yeah. separate mini movie inside this movie, uh, which, which was weird. Um, they were like trying felt, to replicate Cantina again, exactly. It felt too forced for another Cantina scene because every Star Wars movie has to have it. Um, it felt kind of forced. Uh, so <laughs> then the all the movie. weird cameos no uh, <laughs> all the weird cameos uh we see uh justin thoreau i think that's how you pronounce it uh his name he's Ooh. i know him from the leftovers um he's a famous actor he was the um, he played the actual informant the actual the person they were looking for you remember it was oh. at that table yeah yeah yeah, yeah the um, the code breaker Right, the actual codebreaker. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then that, that was super weird to me, because um, because Maz is like, okay, you absolutely have to find like this one. Like, there's one person in the galaxy who right. can break that code. Right. And then they and end up like, going with no, this actually, random ass person that they found in prison. 
the only person that they've found invisibility is also capable of doing that. Yeah. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that, that, that was weird. And also, Benicio Del Toro plays Benicio Del Toro. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't think Star Wars work with famous actors. Yeah, no. I, I, it's very I hard for me. Because uh, I just, then I'm looking at Benicio Del Toro. Like, I can't <laughs> yep. suspend my, you know my disbelief to you know anyway it, it, it takes me off yeah it's um, like basically and i think i've said this about um the rogue one is that whenever you put well-known actors in star wars it's like no 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 like these people belong to the real world they don't belong to right. star wars universe <laughs> um, right so yeah i actually i that. i don't know because i was just too young when these movies came out but i i'm interested to see, like was um Ewan McGregor and Natalie Portman in uh, in um what's the name of Qui Gon Jinn's um God damn it yeah I don't know I don't know who that actor is you know what I'm talking about were they yeah. like big stars back then I don't know or, that's a good question they... so I don't yeah I don't know how that would feel um I mean of course. You have Samuel L. Jackson on the Star Wars movie, and <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson will always be Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. no matter what he does. Um, so anyway, uh, Benicio Alter not only was the fact that it was played by this actor and it kind of like threw me off a little bit. Uh, this whole character arc, there was really no arc. It was like, <laughs> you know, um, haha, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I betrayed you, haha. Just kidding, I betrayed them back, haha. It's like. I'm good, I'm bad, I'm good, I'm bad. And yeah. then at the at the end, like, another plot hole. How did that character, like, when did that character talk to, to uh, not the Empire. Um, God damn it. What's the name of the thing? Of the, the new Empire? Uh, the First Order. First Order. Like, when did that character... Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, you have to assume deal. that they've been detained in prison for some period of time and questioned. But I agree with you. It was just like, just like cut, and then it's like, oh, they've betrayed them. Like what? Because like uh, we know that you made a deal with them with the first order. Because like you give him whatever, yeah. paid him with whatever. Um, when was that deal made? Because because <laughs> yeah. uh, Benicio del Toro knew exactly when. You know, to set them up, it was at at the end. Like, how did also how did Benicio del Toro knew exactly but, where so they? So what he to... said is like it happened after they got caught. Because at some point Wait. he says like we had a deal, then we got caught. I made a better deal. But they got caught because Benicio betrayed them. Did they? Did give he the, give them away? I don't think he did. So they were going for the what were they trying to destroy? The the of, the tracker, yeah. Like they, the trap was in the tracker room. Once they coded, they they were able to hack the door. Mm-hmm. They got in and they were waiting for it. It was a trap. It's a trap. You know, uh, oh, right? Really? Am I am I remembering this wrong? I don't know. I I that's not how I remembered it, but I may be wrong on this. Like that's one of the parts of the movie where I'm kind of like hazy on. Um, so I'm not sure. Uh, and maybe the listeners can correct us and, and like we'll give some follow up on the next episode. Um, mm. Yeah, my like the way that I saw it was they open up the door and it just happened that they got caught. Um, 
because basically like where when they're in the corridor like there's these guards that are coming by and then when they got caught then benicio del toro like uh, basically found a way out for himself uh and just like okay, sold them out and that was it that's not how i read it but okay interesting uh, but okay. i like i might be wrong there kind of makes sense i guess um okay yeah um, i don't know like so know, anyway like, that that whole very strange area like and then i i want to make sure to keep track of of these things but um you know that scene where or that moment when um <laughs> there's this like alien looking guy who like puts coins into bb8 and then like oh, right. as bb8 is like rolling around like you can hear the coins inside of him hey, rattling. like yeah again that was funny <laughs> like <laughs> that was fine until bb8 shot, shot the all of them yeah that seemed like a kind um, of weak way to like like stun a guard or something um, like especially when you know that he like can have like a a thing with lightning or like has so many right. other ways to attack someone but somehow right. like uh throwing out the coins was the best i gotta way. say uh after the force awakens i was all in in team bb8 uh i thought he's a great character he's a great ro- little robot um i was all in in this movie, uh, it was a bit. It just they went a little bit too far. Yeah. With the coins, it's fine. At the beginning, BB-8 trying to like play that whack a mole game. Yeah. <laughs> thing. It's like okay, I guess. So, but then yeah. we see him riding uh, ATST. Like that <laughs> yeah, is too like, much. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. How yeah. would you program a robot to do? Like, what is going on? You, yeah. ju- you just went too far. Yeah. So, but uh, basically, I'm purposefully noting them because I have like a point at the end that I want to be making about this. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay. But yes. Uh, so. Okay. For the record. <laughs> so anyway, the whole um, um. So that whole plot line. Uh, yeah, and then they ha- have this whole like philosophical thing about like. These are the p- people that are profiting from selling the uh, weapons for right. for the war, which, like, again, like, uh, it's like with so many things of this movie, it's like, this is a fine idea, but you gave it maybe, like, two minutes, and that was it. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't have enough time to, like, understand, like, the complexity of all of this. But we like, didn't waste that. So I like that little that little point. We didn't waste it. We can totally see like that could be the you know the the the, the central point of the new movie, for example, or or like a new Rogue Two. <laughs> you know, um, I don't think they they wasted it. It was a good just like you know piece of information. Deal with this now. Um, I don't know. That didn't bother me. But I didn't feel like we got enough to people realize like the full impact of of that like that was an but interesting I, I don't think that was a point. area that, uh, that that was not the point but i right? feel well okay maybe this is more of a, like an overarching uh criticism that i have of this movie but it's, it's just like you can't just like dive in to 25 <laughs> different ideas like you have at some point you have to pick a handful and commit to them to give them like enough chance to basically like communicate something to the audience Mm -hmm. right because like right now it's just like so scattered everywhere and like honestly they've just added more characters with this movie like we have barely had enough time to get to know these characters that we're sort of starting to like that we're already being introduced to all of these new people which again like the new people are totally fine like they're like interesting characters in their own right but 
I want to get to know someone at a deep level <laughs> uh, rather yeah. than just get to know a million different characters because that makes you sell more tours. So, okay, let's, yeah, let's have on that. Um, I feel very much the same um, with this character Rose. I loved her. I really, I really did. Uh, I think she's, she's so great and very like, there's a lot of depth in that character. I feel like there's a lot of stories to tell there. I feel like I, for the short amount of screen time that that we had with her, I feel like I know that character also. Um, and yeah. and I I liked I liked Rose and Finn's uh, chemistry and like little story, but I I am just that concerned. kiss was so unnecessary. <laughs> that kiss was yeah whatever. Uh, <laughs> I I'm a bit concerned that it's like like Finn and and Rose are now like their own group and like Ray is doing her own Jedi thing like I am concerned that we're not going to see more Finn and Ray which yeah. was a, a chemistry that they I loved in, in the Force yeah. Awakens they're so good together um you know they were like the be- best pals yeah. and with no romance involved it was like that was not necessary yeah. it's just so rich of a of a of a relationship yeah. so and we got you know, effectively, no Finn Ray, uh, you know, relationship in this movie, and so I am a bit concerned for Episode Nine. If are we going to see more of Ray and Finn? Um, we no, got that little JJ's look back, from so Ray. it's all it's all going to be good. It'll be it'll be back. To- I hope so. I really hope so. But, but on a one point, I see this. It's too many characters. You know, now we're going to have to diverge and have I know. different. Yeah. But at the same time, like when you think of Empire. Uh, it was kind of the same. You had Luke with Yoda, and you had Han and Leia in, you know, at, at Cloud City and all, Lando and all. Yeah, so, but there was still more they, like interpersonal relationships that were being built, rather than in this. Like it's just it's action, but there's very like if you look at it, like there's very little dialogue. That is not like just the techno babble of like, oh, like the the tracker here, but I know like about this thing and like, uh, what if it's mm-hmm. how can they like track us and like all of this kind of talk that doesn't say anything about the characters and doesn't mm-hmm. like sort of evolve them. Um, so I found that like that's what I found lacking in this movie is like there's very little uh, connection with between people uh, except from uh, Ray and uh, Kylo Ren. Um, other than that, like, Finn, honestly, like, Finn and Rose get one scene together, like, the beginning scene, and that's it. Like, then they talk, but they don't really say much. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, no, I gotta agree. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. So, yeah, I'm a bit concerned that we have too many characters now. Yeah, me too. Um, um okay, so it's a shame because they were so good, anyway. Yeah, yeah going on. Um, uh, okay, so, um, so now they go do their side quest, they get caught, they, um, ruin basically the, the entire plan uh and get more people killed uh and this is where um laura dern uh, uh flies their ship into uh the bad guys uh we have the big exp- explosion uh and uh oh that's when uh ray is like okay I'm done with you. Like you're just a grumpy old guy. Like I'm, I'm gonna do this on my own. So right. she takes off in the Millennium Falcon and then uh, goes into this like nice little coffin, <laughs> uh, and then like ships herself onto the I don't know. Is it the Star Destroyer or whatever? Like 
I think the Star Destroyer, whatever. Yeah. Something equivalent. Uh, so she, she ships herself to the Star Destroyer. And at this point, like, she arrives. And I don't know if you had the same feeling that I had, but I was just like, what's your plan there exactly? <laughs> because you're just one person and you're just like going in. Like, you're in this coffin. Like, you can't be like in a position to like be ready to fight, like, as soon as you land. Like, there is no way you don't immediately get caught there. <laughs> and then, like, she lands, and, yeah, she gets caught immediately. She was, okay, so she was planning to get caught, uh, but she, because she saw in the vision, she knew slash hoped um, that she, that, that Kylo would turn good. Right, well, yeah. And so, so far, so good, but, you know, it's your flawed plan, because even if Kylo turns good, you think you and Kylo can, you know, <laughs> kill everyone on on board? And you know, I, I don't know. Still, like, still. Yeah, that's kind of even like if an think, interesting. I'm and gonna... it's like, what was she trying to do here? Like, was she, was she trying to go kill Kylo? Was she gonna go try to kill um, Snoke? But no, if definitely that's not kill Kylo. Her... She went there to meet Kylo and turn him good. That's that was her plan. <laughs> yeah. How that would work? Yeah, I feel like no she was idea. real optimist here. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. Um, but anyways. Also, with no escape plan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in the <laughs> end, like, sure, she, Chewie Yolo. saves her off screen, by those, the way, which is like a bit... Yeah, millennials, Falcons. Um, oh. It's like, sorry, Showtime. I'm not even going to ring the bell. <laughs> millennials, Falcons. Um, so, but even, even Chewie saving her, it was off screen. It was a kind of cheap. Like, oh, and Chewie goes in, you know. Anyway, um, but let's talk about that scene. To me, that was one of my favorite scenes uh, in the movie was yes that conflict. That By Kylo... far and away, that was the best yeah. scene. So first, okay, before the scene, we see um, uh, when Kylo meets with Snoke, basically Snoke is like, you're disgraced, you failed, you're the worst. Um, and that scene in the elevator where... Kylo smashes his helmet, you know, in the elevator. He has one of one of his rage quit moments. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that 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 scene is the turning point for this character. Yeah. That's when, you know, well, we see the destroyed helmet. I, I think that's when uh, Kylo stopped trying to be Vader. Kylo stopped, um, you know, doing whatever Snoke told him to at that scene kylo decides he's gonna do whatever he wants for himself uh See, but, but snoke planted that this idea in him right like snoke told him he was like you you're pretending to be darth vader like that like ugly little helmet that you have like you're, you're like you're no good at this like you're just a pale imitation of, of vader um, so it's I almost feel like you're right in that like this is the beginning of like a new Kylo uh, but I don't necessarily think that this is the moment where it happens it, the way that I see it it's like it's the last moment where he gets manipulated by Snoke it's like the last moment that that right. happens right uh, but I, <laughs> sure. I, I find that kind of a shame for the helmet 
because uh, I rewatched <laughs> The Force Awakens, and man, Kylo looks awesome with that helmet. <laughs> Like he looks really badass. I don't think so. I think it looks weird without the um, without the hoodie. He looks weird. With oh the yeah, without uh, cool. without definitely, but like with the hoodie, he looks awesome. I uh, I really like his voice though. Oh yeah, his yeah, that was so good. helmet voice. Yeah, that is. Uh, but I, anyway. again, like that's another area where I'm looking at this and I'm seeing why that had to happen for this story. Right, because you can't have any of the rest of the like the scene that's gonna happen next happen if he's wearing a mask, because you have right. to see his emotion. Um, so yeah, well, it's it's easier. You don't have to. Vader yes. communicated a lot of emotion. Yeah, but yeah. Vader was Vader. <laughs> um, um, okay, so so at the scene in the throne room, with Ray, um, can we talk about Snoke? For a second. Sure. I don't have a lot, but okay. Okay. So I talked a little bit about like how I found kind of that set a bit underwhelming, uh, especially in comparison. Like it, if you have a chance, like go back and watch The Force Awakens. Like there's one hell of an epic throne <laughs> in The Force Awakens. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, Snoke is massive. He's like huge. He's impressive. He's scary. Um, he's also different. Like the CGI on him is different in um, in the force awakens um and in my opinion he's a better in the force awakens but cool because it's not the real snoke that you see in a force yeah it's like a projection yeah exactly it's a projection uh but even in this movie you see him as a projection like his big face uh and i always find him more scary that way than when you actually get to see him um like because he's actually like not that big and not that scary um like okay this is gonna sound very nitpicky why does he have a gold robe <laughs> like didn't he like does it doesn't he know about like the branding guidelines for the first order <laughs> i'm just like why like are we the baddies it, yeah like it's cool <laughs> you has have to be wearing black like you're not following the guidelines here uh <laughs> so read the hig yeah come on man um so yeah there was that also um i like how powerful he is um in this like he has force lightning uh he can move ray around even though she doesn't want to be moved um you see ray who's like trying to uh like get her lightsaber and she she thinks she's gonna get it but he like flies around her um i thought all of that was great it was like i am stronger than you are right like i i thought that was a great way to show it um yeah that's basically all Uh, i have to to say okay here's what i have on snoke um it was so we knew very little from The Force Awakens mm-hmm. on purpose, yeah. right? Uh, we wanted this character to be mysterious. Um, we basically knew nothing. Um, in this movie, we still don't know anything. Uh, probably never will. Um, uh, okay, I mean, they, they showed how powerful he is, like at least controlling the Force. He has Force Lightning. Like He's probably powerful, but I didn't get how why it's like what was his plan yeah like, what was his master plan yeah what was he trying to do uh like i mean uh 
the emperor has his flaws, especially uh, like in the whole trilogy and all. But you know, you he had a very complex, full of plot holes, but a very long, complex master plan that he followed. Right? Yeah. He had a very clear goal to rule the galaxy to whatever, whatever. And you know, it was a very complicated, com- complex plan to get there. But he did. Snoke is like. I am powerful because we can see that you are. Um, but what are you trying to do? Yeah. Like rule the galaxy? Why? What are the motivations? You're hitting one what? of my other like ending notes. And it's like, <laughs> what's like, what's the end goal here? Because like, it seems like what they've set up is that they want to get the last Jedi. Like they want to kill the Jedis, basically. Mm-hmm. So they want to kill Luke. Um, but that doesn't really make that much sense because it's like, why do you need to kill Luke? He's off to this island where he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Like he's not there, like going to like be in your way. Like he's like trying to go die off on this island. So like, why the hell do you need him? Like, why do you need to kill him? And like, what's your what's your plan? Like, what's your big like grand vision like how are you gonna kill people like i found that the whole movie was so self-centered around like the rebellion um Mm -hmm. like why do you need to kill these people like and like for me like even like you when you want to root for the good guys it's like sure i want you to survive but like more than that like i want you to save people you know not just save yourself save other people in the galaxy and We've seen all these people from Kentobite. Like, there are other people out there. Like, how does does any of this impact them? Because in right. the 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 Force Awakens, they were destroying planets, right? Like, going on and killing, like destroying all these planets. Like, that was this massive danger, right? And you knew that, like, that was the the biggest like mission that they had. They had to stop this. But in this one, it's more like, well, like, like we sort of stopped that, like, and now, well, <laughs> what do like, you gotta do? do you, like, do you know, do you we know have how all these stormtroopers. Like, might as well go kill some Jedi's. <laughs> like, do you know how expensive it is to build a planet weapon that destroys other planets? That takes a long time. I'm tired of it. No, 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 no. Like, we we spent years building this weapon. Right. You destroyed it in a day, and like, I'm done with that. I'll just. I just want to kill, you know, <laughs> yeah, Luke's in like kind race. of weird. So I, I completely agree with you on that. Like, yeah. There's just like not enough motivation here. But the good thing is we don't have to uh, because he's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't the matter best anymore. Death ever. So that was really good. Uh, I loved how I loved Adam Driver's performance on this whole scene. Yep. Um, I love how his character was. You know there, his motivations and all. I love the. Okay, we we had a little like plot twist, right? Is <laughs> it twisted the lightsaber? Turns the, out, the snow. that was like that was that was good. I think I think it was a good scene. Yeah, um, and that was a moment of I, like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that's no, for sure. Awesome. I was not expecting it. I for a while I was still expecting to see Snoke rise through force like i'm mary poppins y'all and just like <laughs> come back out of something but anyway and i love the the um, how both kylo and ray thought that the other person was on their on right. the side yeah right and that that lasted for a while i think the whole the whole fight scene like 
plot-wise, there was no point, but it was just a cool fight scene. Yeah, because it's needed like, why, like, why are, are the so- soldiers, like, fighting them? Like, the master is dead? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Guys, you're so late like, like, to this. <laughs> probably, you know, probably just chain of command either hux or or kylo would be their boss now right. but no but anyway so <laughs> plot wise there was no that scene had no place had no reason to be but as a fight scene you know lightsaber fight scene it was amazing uh, with the whole backdrop yeah. the red uh, yeah. curtains and these red guards like they're so awesome I, yeah like, for I the longest time looked... i've always found them cool and yeah cool in this movie <laughs> that scene looked really good uh it was yeah. just it was just that it was a fun scene um yeah i'm like i, I love the, the last the last that uh, kill like you know when ray throws the lightsaber yeah. or whatever kylo picks it up like psh, like this just one, the one second yes yeah that was so good that was also <laughs> and also like ray who like drops her lightsaber and like picks it back oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that was so whole cool like, and it's like really super good. interesting to see how like these characters have new ways of fighting that are completely different from other yeah. jedis that we've seen before absolutely and i love that um yeah. so yeah that's that's really great story-wise um like i again i love how unexpected it was to kill off snoke <laughs> i think it creates like a kind of a weird uh problem for the next movie um because it's like what are you gonna do like what's gonna oh no i disagree it's not a problem i'm excited about that mm. the fact that there's no emperor big it's like it's like what if what if darth vader in empire you know kill the emperor it's done and I'm taking you over instead of you know redemption of the bad guy you know Darth Vader at the end you know right. in the end he's he turns good uh, this is like the opposite what would happen if Darth Vader just you know double down on his badness and evilness like no I'm killing my boss like there's no no one more evil than I well, than I am so and I am ruling the galaxy here, I am you know here's why I think it might be a problem uh, and maybe it won't right like so we'll see mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that it's not a problem but. It's like how do you um like ramp up the stakes for that final battle cuz like you know there's going to be a final battle right <laughs> like um yeah. and and it needs to be more epic than anything else you've seen before right but okay, the just... problem is like we've had like three battles with uh, Kylo so far mm-hmm. like each like one in every movie um and it seems like unless they do like a big time jump between the two, which they might very well do. Um, I think they will. Yeah. It, like it seems like it's not going to be that exciting because we know like who Kylo Ren is. We know what he's capable of. And, but like, we haven't had a rematch that before. We haven't had a rematch, a Kylo Ray rematch since the force yeah. awakens. They haven't actually Fair you enough. Know, battle. Uh, I think that is going to be the big, you know climax of episode nine so okay it's just i really don't want to turn into a speculation episode but just one quick aside do you think kylo dies in episode nine? Oh boy um it's a tough one i just thought about this I, I don't know episode or nine. does he like turn good or so you know. okay so in uh <laughs> kind of like 
opening up uh, another side tangent in your side tangent uh, i was sort of <laughs> hoping him that 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 he would turn good in this one like i thought that would have actually been like quite an interesting idea that like all of a sudden he's good like he understands his mistake and like that they go along with his plan of like let's not kill everybody but let's forget about siths and let's forget about jedis and let's rule together like i feel like in one weird way like that would have been been a really interesting storyline uh that would be like completely different from everything else that we've seen um and to your point uh the fact that he didn't shoot leia kind of made you believe that that could probably yeah happen, you know but like when you think about it looking back like that's sort of his mo like pretend like i've turned into the good guy and then kill you because <laughs> uh, yeah. that's how he killed his his dad um but so i was kind of hoping slash expecting that yeah maybe he did turn maybe not good but maybe neutral uh <laughs> so but now i think it, it's too late is my opinion on this like i've mm-hmm. i feel like he's had enough opportunities to turn good and that like if he does turn good at the end of the next episode it's gonna be like dude like that's that's not who you are like that's not like that doesn't make any sense like he turns like, good killed, but all like, the other characters are like dude, i don't like, care you've killed han solo <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a bad guy <laughs> you know um yeah, no, i agree and, yeah, I agree, and I think he dies. And I, mean, I think just story wise, like he has to be the bad guy because there's no other bad guy to fall onto. Uh, also, he's a great bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I think we need to see more of him because like he's a bit weak. <laughs> um, Ooh, okay. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Well, I guess. He's yeah, like, I mean, uh, yeah, maybe not yeah weak. he's maybe not soft would be a better word. He's not as strong as Vader for sure, or like as you know. But I meant like he's kind of always just like right on the line of like, oh, maybe I'm good, maybe I'm like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's not even, pure evil bad. Even with uh, that battle with Ray fighting the the guards, he struggled, right? Yeah, it's not like he completely destroyed everyone. Like he, those emperor guards were a match for him. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So okay, do I expect him to die in the next one? Um. So I feel like Ray wouldn't be the kind of person who would kill. Um, Kylo. So. I'm gonna say. She's gonna freeze him, like. They froze Han Solo. What? In, uh, okay, that's other. a very so she's not gonna kill him, but basically gonna sort of put him in either prison or just freeze him. Is that better? Is it better than killing him? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like that's a more like Ray approach than killing him. Okay, that's my. I theory. think he dies. I uh, I'm not ready to predict that Ray <laughs> kills him, but I think he dies. Huh. Um, Maybe Leia kills him. Mary Poppins style. Off screen. <laughs> okay, we have to we have to move on. It's one AM here and we're running for two hours. Um okay. Um before we go to the final set piece in the salt planet. Uh Phasma Finn. Um Captain Phasma, I'm always uh it's always unfortunate that 
she doesn't have enough yeah, screen time. Such you a know, waste of a good character. They built her. So I think they were going for the Boba Fett type of character, which has like two scenes in the trilogy, <laughs> but you know became such a iconic character. I think they they were going for something similar here. So uh, the fight scene itself was uh, it was not impressive in my opinion. No. Just one one quick question. Do you think uh, Phasma died or are we going to see more of her? I think she movie? died. Okay. I would be I, real, I think we're going to see her. I would be real surprised. Like, I mean, <laughs> she did, like, get hurt pretty bad, like, by Finn. And then, like, fell in, like, a pit of fire. <laughs> um, and I feel like this this metal costume not great for metal for for being in a fire like i don't think there's some isolation in there so i don't know my guess would be that she would die there but we'll see i hope she comes back i think she's an interesting character and i would have loved to see more of her and i like i want her to talk like i want her to have like an opinion i want her to like be something (laughs) um um Okay, yeah. So I predict that she's going to come back, but. and it's it's funny because the only reason, at least I can think of, the only reason why I expected more from this character and I kind of want to see more and I like this character is because I know Gwendolyn Christie plays it. Yeah. Um. Because if like if it was just you know just an extra inside inside that that armor, um, uh, like right. what does she? actually do yeah, it's in like movie. why would you Not get such a good much. actor to play these scenes it's just like one of the first bosses in a game you know <laughs> like yeah they're a bit you know stronger than the normal stormtroopers but <laughs> maybe phasma it. doesn't die and she becomes the new uh supreme leader <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh captain phasma maybe not. not uh maybe not because she inhaled too much smoke so she no I'm sorry. Uh that was terrible. Uh okay, moving on. Can we can we go Supreme Leader the... Smoke? <laughs> Her new name. Can we another good show title? <laughs> can we go can we get to the final scene? Yes. Uh okay. Not scene, but the final set piece. Yeah, so they finally managed to get to this planet. Um it's not a planet that's covered by snow, it's covered by salt. Um <laughs> see the difference? Um <laughs> So, yeah, so they get in there. Um, there is, like, this weird thing that happens at the beginning where, like, you know, they have this giant door uh, and the door is open. <laughs> There's, like, Leia who's, like, just watching, like, looking at what's happening. <laughs> and she's like, oh, they're coming. They're coming. Start closing the door. And it's like, why are you waiting for them to show up and start shooting you? And, like, that doesn't make any sense um and so you're like what like what and then there's this this ship that basically like like runs right into the wall and then like makes it inside before the door closes and you're like why the hell didn't you close the door before and then it it opens and it's like oh okay it was it was ray and and finn no not ray Uh, sorry yeah it was finn and yeah rose and um who else poe no was no, it just that was these it. two? Okay. Yeah. I think so. It's both of them. And BB-8. Uh, and BB-8. We have the reunion, ah, the Poe yeah. BB-8 reunion. I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's another moment where I felt like, oh, I get why for the movie, like, for the story, like, this 
has to happen. But this is totally a dumb point point. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they did the best they could. I mean, it's like fine. We need to make these characters, you know, reunite. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so the throwbacks to Empire in this whole set piece—they're uh, everywhere, you know. So we don't have snow; we have salt. Uh, we have a white thing. We have trenches. Why? Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, <laughs> we have a rebel base that you know there's no back door, so they're kind of like trapped. Inside this rebel base, you have we have an attack from the Empire slash First Order. We have ATATs. Um, we don't. We have uh, uh, kind of something similar to a speeder, which is not really you know a, a spaceship. It's, it's just like this, yeah, the thing with the weird <laughs> yeah, low speeds. altitude little speeder. Um, uh, we have those as well. And um, what else we have here? It's 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 like. It's, it's it's a very obvious uh, callback. I don't mind it. Uh, by the way, I, I want to make sure that that is clear. I loved it. Um, I thought it looked beautiful. Uh, the accents in red. Yeah, I love uh, that. just added. It was very original. It was it was new. It was cool. And like first, it was like in the beginning where the speeders had the little you know thing touching the ground so they could you know balance it itself. It was <laughs> it was a funny thing which would create something. Very interesting visually. Yeah. You could see the line where the speeders um, yeah. went through. And by the end of that scene, you know, like almost everything was red. So it looked like a bloodbath, yeah. which is not. Well, but it so just there's, there's this so one good. moment, like, and I have like this image in my head. And I was just like, wow, like this is amazing. Uh, you know, like how they start and they're all like doing their own lines. And then at yeah. one point you got this shot from a bit like higher up. Where you see like all the lines are all like messed yeah. up, and you're like, yeah. "Shit, that's not good, right?" Like, and, it's just, and for me, it's just like that really like clear realization of like they're fucked, <laughs> like they're yeah. absolutely the, fucked. The the scenery told the story. Yes. If you didn't see any ships, if you didn't see anyone shooting anyone, yeah. just by the did, marks yeah, on exactly. the floor. You could see exactly what was going on. Yep. Like it started out, you know, uh, controlled and yeah. precise. It it became chaos after a while. They were scrambling. They were trying to, you know, save themselves. By the end, was all red. You could see like it was just massive destruction that happened here. It was very interesting yeah. visually. So, I mean, th- this is one of the high points of this movie. Yeah. I think. This but then they have this like thing. weird canon thing. <laughs> So they ha- yeah, they have a weird kind of thing. Uh, it's whatever. It needs to recharge the weapon. It takes a while. You know, it's just to create tension. Okay, fine. Um, hey, I want to give just one quick shout out to the new revised, improved ATATs. Um, it's the best ATAT we've ever shipped. Are, are they? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The, I don't think they were ATATs. I think they were like ATST or something like that. No, ATST is the little uh, two legged thing you see in endor oh really oh okay i AT- thought they had another AT name is the big the the walkers right right, right. And these are just okay, so a new version of the walkers okay so yeah so but the big improvement because you know this is i don't know 30 years after um uh, after jedi so you know <laughs> technology evolved a little bit so i liked first off like they 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 fixed a huge design flaw of the original ADATs, which is their legs didn't move like sideways. 
just, <laughs> you know, just in one axis. Uh-huh. So this one, they do. If you take a closer look, it's like they're, they're like, you know, like leaning forward. They, the, the legs go out, so they have they're way more balanced. So right. you can pull the little rope in a <laughs> in a little ship uh, <laughs> trick anymore. So I thought that was that was like brilliant because yeah. they didn't use that. Uh, anywhere like the plot didn't needed that but it was a good detail i think yeah um so yeah they'll end they look in they're black you know space gray so they look cool um all right so the fight scene um this is we haven't talked about hux and i feel like maybe we should um i think hux is a very interesting character especially in this movie especially in the end of this movie in where so there was always this like fighting for power and authority uh-huh. between Hux and, and Kylo, and they were like you know they were like uh, I don't know they, they were clashing, but you could see the power struggle there, right? Yeah. Um, by the end of this movie, it's very clear who's in control. <laughs> it's very clear who's <laughs> yeah. in charge. But I like how Hux still, you know, still he he can't give up. Like he never will give up the authority. Like he still hangs in there, even though it's so obvious to everyone who's in charge. He's like, no, but I'll you know I'll give the order. I'll. He's holding that, and <laughs> Kylo just like doesn't care. Uh, Kylo's like, like no, dude, I'm in charge. No, Kylo doesn't care. Yeah. He's just like he will force push him against the wall if need be, but like he doesn't care. Yeah, um, I like how that so- character is more confident in this movie than the other one. Um, but I kind of fear like they're turning him into a joke. Like he's—he was always a joke, overly caricatured. Like it, and like in all the movie, the even like the previous movies. Um, you know, like um, uh, what's his name? Like Grand Moth Tarkin or whatever. Is that is that in this one or I'm mixing up with uh, Rogue One? Oh yeah, Tarkin was a yeah 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 Tarkin yeah. So like he's basically the new generation's Tarkin. Um, but I feel like I would like them oh. to turn down the dial on like the jokiness of this character a little bit. Um, just because I feel like it's it's just like not serious enough, especially in these high stake situations um Mm -hmm. but other than that like i like the character i think he's a good character to have and it'll be interesting to see like what happens (laughs) to him now that he has a new boss yeah yeah Uh, yeah i'm curious to see where they're gonna take it but (laughs) i i like this power struggle this like almost like brother rivalry you know um i i I think they took it i like what they did with it what did you think Um, about the crystal foxes i didn't care for it at yeah. all, like whatever. They don't feel Star Warsy to me. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know about that. Um, so to me, here's like to me, like the secret for what feels Star Warsy is it can't look like it's new, and it can't be like shiny, like this, like felt, like totally felt CGI and like. Like it was just like plays there as like this perfect thing, or like they're Star not Wars, all CGI like, though. Feels, huh? They were not all CGI. I thought. Like, yeah, I, saw, like, I know that, but they like... they looked like they were. 
um i don't i don't i don't know about that uh i mean it's it's a crystal planet it's yeah. uh, i i think i think it it it, it fit the, the the planet the world but i didn't care for it i mean whatever they also don't play a big role right yeah they just lead to the exit uh whatever they're animals that live there uh i to be honest i prefer them over the porgs <laughs> really no i like because the porgs are just silly and trying to be cute like, <laughs> Okay, um, let's talk about that showdown. Um, okay, no, no, you know what? Before getting to Luke, uh, Finn, Finn was going crazy. Um, he was going directly to the ship. I thought he was gonna, you know, sacrifice himself. He also thought that. I was almost ready to to believe that he would die, but you know, we had the little Rose stunt at the end. She yeah. saves him. Uh, that was good. Uh, so in the end, it felt a bit like useless. Like, <laughs> cool, sorry, bro. Nothing <laughs> changed. <laughs> the weapon is still ready to fire. Yeah. Like you didn't kill anyone. Like nothing changed except the fact that you know. That's you like yet it, another right? terrible decision by the rebellion. Yeah. Like they got so many people killed, and they didn't even like try to stop the the thing for going off. It's like God also damn it, even guys. if he. Even if you reach the weapon, I have a hard time believing that that would stop it. You know, just <laughs> yeah, it's like if you want to stop a volcano, so you fly into it. Like, no, yeah, that's and not... <laughs> also, and also, I'm sort of like, come on, dude, you're Finn, you can't do this. <laughs> like, I, I basically had zero expectation that he would actually like die <laughs> in this. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, something's gonna happen. Um, so yeah, then Rose sort of saves the day. I thought like her kind of speech at the end was very cheesy. She didn't save the day. She did save oh, Finn's Finn, day. Save, save Finn's <laughs> day, whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, I thought like that was very cheesy. Like, oh, we're not gonna save the world by killing the things we hate. We're gonna <laughs> do it by saving the people we love. Oh, I totally forgot. Uh, yeah, I I blanked that out. I forgot about that. It's like they they right. needed her to say that because they want to like set up the romance between them, but it's just right. like yeah, and there's a kiss and all, right? Yeah, I think that's, that's and it's like, it well, that's that's a war. Like, I a part of me also sort of felt like that was like a very obvious wink to the audience and like a social commentary of like. Be good to each other, folks. Like love trumps hate, like, like that kind of thing. I was like, mm, maybe love a bit trumps too on the hate. Note. Sounds weird nowadays. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, yeah, that's a point. No, because Trump. Anyway. Yeah. Well, um, that's the point. That's a point. That's right, why right. it was on the on the posters and stuff from the protesters. Um. Uh, okay, let's talk about Luke. Yeah. Luke comes back. Uh. Luke has so he shows up with like (laughs) has his hair done, (laughs) new outfit. You know what? It took me it took me a while to realize that I noticed something was different. I didn't actually notice what was different about it. I didn't like his new outfit though. It's just like looking Uh, at looking at it a second time. Like if you rewatch it, it's it just it, it is a little odd like if it feels like he's wearing a cosplay costume like it doesn't seem to fit very well um but that's a small detail um mm-hmm. obviously like they're doing that to give you a hint that he's not actually there mm-hmm. um 
so yeah, a, he, you're talking about it's a, that dark one, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I thought it looked cool, and it, it's a good uh, throwback to Jedi's Luke costume. You know, the black costume. Um, I thought it looked cool. Um, so okay. that chat um, with Leia. So. Okay, let's chat with Leia. Uh, he gives Leia Hans uh, Millennium Falcon dice. Yeah, which, like, um, did they retcon I that? never noticed those dice. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think they ever were in the, the original trilogy. Um, no, they were. So they were, in, they were in The New Hope. Um, really? Yeah, but they, like, it's not that they were not there for the, la- the other two movies, but you just never saw it again. Uh, right? Okay. Uh, so yeah, but, it's a but bit, they were. Uh, yeah. I rewatched the Force Awakens, and they were in the Force Awakens. So like, huh, mm. interesting. Okay. Uh, but I like, yeah, I hadn't like remembered those dice from before. So I was just like, okay, <laughs> like, what are these dice, and what do they mean? Uh, but yeah, that was. Oh, okay. So I knew what they mean, what they meant, because the scene when Luke goes in the Millennium Falcon, you can see him look at the dice. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so it was like, oh, okay. So it was, yeah. So there was a reference in, in okay. the movie. Interesting. Um, okay, so there's there's a big moment with Luke and Leia. Uh, I thought it was it was good. Uh, I love the performance. It was it was a very like emotional moment. Yeah. Finally, especially you know with the whole context, you know something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. You know Leia will probably not be around for the next movie. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna have to resolve that in a way like that makes sense for the plot, but you know, I don't expect to see a lot of Leia in the next movie. Yeah. Um so it was they had a lot of baggage this scene, so it was kinda emotional. I don't know if you know in, in a couple of years if this scene will be as important or it will feel the same way, but it was it was a good scene. Um and then Luke marches into, you know, faces ATATs. Uh, this scene visually was very powerful. Like I love yeah. that. Um, and there's a, there's a couple of these scenes. I, I think this whole thing looked impressive, looked amazing, and I can't wait to see this again. Um, I gotta ask you: Did you know at this point? Of course, on the, on your first viewing, I did. Did not. you know? Okay. No. So yeah, me either. Um, so I yeah. I, <laughs> I only I only started thinking about the fact that he's probably not really there, you know. The first time Kylo goes through him, yeah, you know, yeah, me too. So it's like, okay, wait, okay, yeah. So and I wasn't sure if it was how... gonna be like a um, like Obi Wan Kenobi situation, like where like he voluntarily like gets himself killed right yeah oh yeah yeah the way. first time like, the first charge yeah that was what i was thinking like oh you're gonna pull a obi-wan yeah uh which he kind of did but not in, in <laughs> the same way but <laughs> um so it's funny how in going back again to the whole luke legend versus luke the character um when when all that fleet fires on luke and of course, like it's obvious that he's not dead. You know, that's not how you're gonna kill <laughs> off this character. Um, I believed that he could survive that attack. Yeah, like me too. I was like, this dude is the last Jedi. Hint, uh, show title, movie title. <laughs> uh, like this dude is super powerful. He can survive an attack like this. But of course, he probably couldn't. Like, let's be real. Like, yeah. we never seen any like 
except Mary Poppins stunt. Um, we never seen anything like really, you know, like a miracle happening on on a Jedi stunt, if that makes sense. Like Jedi, they are good with the Force; they can pull sticks uh, and brooms. <laughs> um, they can move rocks and all, right? And they can do some flips. But we've never seen the Jedi, you know, survive an atomic bomb or whatever. Right. So it's funny how we can still believe. We can still believe in the legend of Luke. Because I believe that he could survive that. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> it was funny that line. Was it Hux or someone? Uh, after all the firing at Luke, it was like, you think you got him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> great. <laughs> that, was, that was a great line. Um and so, yeah, we see the showdown with uh, Kylo and Luke. I was a little bit disappointed, but I understand uh, the fact that we didn't actually see a sword fight between the two, right? Yeah. I mean, that, would, that wouldn't work, but mm-hmm. I was kind of like disappointed. I wanted to see a showdown. I wanted to see Luke fighting. Probably it was better. It was for the better that we didn't because, you know, Mark Hamill is... An old man now. <laughs> well, they get uh, probably as for that. So, yeah, he, he okay. He had a couple stunts they like could, that little like Matrix move. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, so he says, "See you around, kid," and he vanishes. Um, yeah, and then you see him like uh, in his like mountain, <laughs> kind of floating, floating on a mountain uh, at the two suns sunset, which was very <laughs> powerful. Uh, I love that throwback to Tatooine. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, that. um, it was really cool. And he vanished. He became one with the Force. Um, and he became more powerful than you can ever imagine. Imagine Darth. Uh, I kind of have a problem, like very like specific about this shot, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's like the kind of things that you notice after having watched it a second time. But like. He sort of disappears, then like his robe like falls onto the floor, and then the wind picks it up. Yeah, I kind of wish like that didn't happen this way. That like that, the wind would pick it up immediately. Yes, that it would be there or... like in place, and then the wind would pick it up, and there'd just be nothing. I feel like that's yeah, how I would have expected it to happen, but it was kind of like the it seemed like the the easy way to do it, like from a like technical perspective um, also i read how uh ryan johnson himself addressed the fact that you if you want to be super technical when luke disappears and becomes one with a force you would see a metal hand like boink <laughs> <laughs> falling in the floor because that is right. not really part of yeah. luke so <laughs> um actually like i don't even know how that like, what are the rules there? Like, do you see some, like, some underpants just flying in the wind? <laughs> <laughs> Jedi don't wear so loose pants. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, and that's why they don't, they don't wear underwear because uh, you never know when you could become one with a force. <laughs> Jedi's don't wear underwear. Yeah. Like that. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, what do you feel? How do you feel about him dying at this point? Uh, I felt like it was needed. Like, it was good. This was a good... So interesting. This is a good place to do it. I mean, what else? Uh, you had a confrontation with his I felt like students. it was so forced. I was... Uh, I didn't hey. love it. 
because he's strong with the force. Um, it was like, I, I, I don't know. For me, it was like, oh, like he's smart. Like he didn't go there. Like basically what he wanted to do is just give them, buy them time. So he was meditating. Right. So it was great. And like how, uh, like how smart was that? And then he just dies <laughs> for no reason. And I'm just like, what do you mean for no like, reason? Why? Like, why do we need him to die here? Like, I, I feel like I just like, we didn't, weren't like explain the stakes well enough. Like I, there, I, I don't know. Part of me was just like, if he was going to die, like, why did he just go there? <laughs> I, I, I know like maybe it's like a timing thing but <laughs> honestly that didn't seem like it was a problem bef- for the rest of this entire movie of having people like coming and going <laughs> where they liked um he could have picked up the x-wing in the water yeah good. like it was like kind of a boring death in a way it's just like oh, okay yeah, um, like it's not like so there's like m- many different ways where like this could have made maybe more sense like one being like he's actually old and sort of sick already and like when we see him he's like oh this is the the island i want to die on because like he doesn't seem that old (laughs) you know like he seems like he's got years ahead of of him still (laughs) um so like maybe like a slightly older um luke would have been better here um and it would have made more sense that like oh he's an old guy like he seems like he would die soon anyways um but um another thing here like maybe it was like it would have been interesting to see that it would be like a trade-off that he gives that he like hears this message from leia and he's like uh like i have to save him and i have to help him but like see that it's like really taking everything from him like I want to see like <laughs> I wanted to see basically like a um eleven style like him like bleeding from his nose or something like have a sign like when he's levitating that that's actually hard because it actually like it seemed like he was meditating basically <laughs> like, it was very calm and then like he ends it and then just dies and it was like what <laughs> I don't know that felt very odd to me. And also, okay, like, uh, why does he need to die? Like, he could... Honestly, they could have just kept kept him alive and just left him on the island and, like, never seen him in the rest of the movie. Like, the next movie, like, we don't need to see him. Like, he's Luke. He's this grumpy old guy. Like, whatever. He's on an island. Nobody cares. I agree with some points there. But I think... Uh... We I'm needed not, this... like bitter that he died or anything. But right, I just, right, right. No, I no, like, and those are valid points. Those are of... valid points. Right. I, I think I think Luke was not a believer anymore, and we had a whole scene with both Yoda and both R two. Um, it made him like realize, no, you know what, Ray is right. Um, we have to keep fighting. We have to keep believing. You can't just give up. So we had that whole like you know, arc. We need him to come back and, and believe again. Um, the fact that he's doing the whole force thing, force projection, um, first, it was very convenient for logistics because he, out of nowhere, was in the base. There was yeah. no back door. We very clearly assessed that. And he was there. And people were like, oh, you're here? How he did you get... He could have moved those rocks. It doesn't matter. Um, 
then I think he needed to be. I mean, that projection was what made him be able to pull that off. If he was actually there, he couldn't face a fleet of AT-ATs. He couldn't do all those stunts. He's probably very old. He'll probably die immediately. Well, but he's able like, to, like, force project himself. Like, why can't he force, like, have a force shield around him that, like... You don't know the you know rules. I mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know, but... Oh, but fair enough. I think the is the fact that he was a projection there that he was able to pull that off, that whole stunt. Um, then, uh, you know, about your point on it was not clear that that thing was actually, you know, hard. And he was asking a lot from him. Just the fact that he's projecting himself uh, across the universe on another planet. That was like, that is super impressive. Like, I bought that. Wow. You know, this was his final effort. He used all of his energy okay. and all of his force powers left okay, so, to do this. Okay, so tell me, like, what it takes the most effort? Projecting yourself to another planet and basically projecting a hologram or rescuing yourself from space and flying back to ship after being in an explosion and <laughs> going back to the ship <laughs> and, like, being, like, back to life. Like what takes we got the, it. the most energy? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's all right, we get it. Leia is more powerful than Luke. <laughs> it's like I guess, but like it's that's where like if you don't clearly establish the rules, it's kind of hard to know. Like as a viewer, like what to sort of expect. And I find that like where I should have been is like okay, Luke is sacrificing himself for the benefit of the group, like okay, he's kind of, like, come to the light and he is, like, sacrificing himself to give them a chance when I didn't really feel that way because <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, like, he's helping them out, but whatever. Um, and then at the end, it's like, oh, did you feel that? Like, I felt like he died, but in a in a positive, <laughs> like, I was just like, like, really? Like, that's the death you're going to give, like, the one of the major characters of your entire, the like, major. movie franchise? The main hero. Know. Okay, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. I, th- I think so. Um, I think we needed him to die, though. Sorry. Um, I think we needed that, because we needed... We need a Ray to be the last Jedi. Right. And that's the yeah. thing, right? At the beginning of this movie, Luke really is the last Jedi, but at the end, Ray is. Right. With the whole stunt, I'm moving rocks. Yeah. Um, we needed him to die. We needed him to just pass the baton to the new characters. Mm-hmm. We needed Luke to be out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Also for, you know, if Luke was still around, uh, the plot of episode nine would be, you know, Kylo wants to find Luke and kill him. It, it would uh, be all over dear again. God, so please no. Yeah, we need we need Luke to be out of the picture, and also well, you know what though? Like, let, I, hope, I really hope that the plot of the new movie is not like let's find Ray and kill Ray. Yeah, I hope so. That that that's we need something more interesting yeah. than that. We need some we need some clear and stronger motivations yes. from all the characters. Exactly. Even that. the rebellion is like. You know, because it's not the rebellion against the Empire. Yeah, we have the Republic. Because yeah. like, which guys, is like, what is your neutral? plan? Like, kill Snoke, and then once you kill Snoke, kill Kylo, and then once you kill Kylo, kill Hux, and once you kill Hux, kill, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's never right. going to end. Like, is this, isn't there a plan at some point? Yeah. No, totally. We need stronger motivations from 
all characters because in the original trilogy the motivations were super simplistic and kind of like you know infantile it seems like you know there's the baddies they're the empire and they want to rule the galaxy and oppress the people and we have this small group of underdogs the rebellion they want to you know stop that from happening very simple very basic motivations but they're strong i can totally get it um and i can see what's at stake here not so much like i still don't really understand the 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 politics uh, in this new trilogy (laughs) and it's kind of like oh do you really want to understand the politics and go into politics yeah and trade (laughs) federations um but you know but still because we know that we have the Republic, which is kind of neutral. They're not bad. They're not good. They're there. Mm-hmm. And we have this new group called the First Order of Baddies. They want they want to be the new Empire, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we have this new Rebellion, which they're more good than the Republic. It's, it's kind of weird. But yeah. anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. I wish that with Episode 9, we have some new, interesting, clear, strong motivations from all, for all characters. Um, so yeah so what else at the end with the end Ray is getting stronger with the force she, she can now lift rocks that's great um, I really love Ray by the way I like the character itself um, yeah I love that character yep. I want to see a lot she's more great. Uh, I'm really glad that I feel like she, she didn't has have enough Ken- like Kylo. quality time in this movie no one had right <sighs> yeah. like no one had a lot of time it's like <laughs> I really want them to focus, like, I, and I hope that that J.J. Abrams can bring that back <clears throat> um, in the next one. It's like, like, don't put too many characters. Like, I want the gang to be back together. I want Poe, Finn, and Ray to be on an adventure, like, all three of them in the same location <laughs> at the same time. And I want them to be conversations and dialogues that establishes who their characters are and their motivations and how they're going to evolve like i want and how they learn how are how are they different yeah how have they grown as characters yeah i want to see that like i don't want to see three separate like side quests uh that sort of converge at some point yeah uh with like only some of them being successful like i want more from these characters because they're awesome characters and there's like there's only one if there's only one movie that's left out of them i feel like that's a massive miss opportunity like that's where when like when you told me that before Mm -hmm. i felt worse about this movie because i feel like we've almost lost a movie (laughs) for for them to like develop into even better characters Mm -hmm. like i feel like i did after seeing this movie i don't love any of the characters more than i did before um i'm with you uh but i don't think it was a waste of time like the it was if yeah. you see the trilogy it's not as a waste an arc, of time it's a waste this is of like, these characters because they're see amazing i don't characters. i don't agree i don't agree i just think by the nature of this being the middle movie of a trilogy we don't get we didn't close the arc so we like uh, you know we have you have Finn, who once again is like finding his purpose in this rebellion. Uh, but that's where he's he was. Finding... No, no. I mean, Finn is learning. Uh, you know how important the relationships with other people are. He, of course, is starting this new relationship with uh, with Rose. Mm. Uh, but Finn is like the weakest. Poe, Poe had a great 
movie to learn. He basically failed miserably, and I can't wait to see in the next movie so how Finn, that. Finn, uh, Finn probably uh, not Finn. Uh, Poe probably had the like biggest arc in this movie. Right. I felt like it was again a bit forced. Like it was, they really like highlighted it with like a big sharpie marker like they clearly like set that up and like reinforced that like all of a sudden like uh poe is like just wants to like shoot at everything and he is always getting everyone killed and then the way that they resolve that at the very end is like poe saying i think luke has a plan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's see if there's an escape <laughs> and like that's how it's like oh now all of a sudden look how much this character has changed but it's like really no like... see i don't no 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 i don't i don't expect to see the resolve of that arc in this movie that's it like we have the failure of 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 poe with ray is like ray you know of course as a jedi like she grew immensely with the force she kind of like understands her power what she can do and she can't ray came to peace with the fact that her parents are no one. They're not coming back. They were like just a drunk who sold her. So she she made peace with that. She can focus on herself now and not being stuck in and want to go back to Jakku and wait for her parents. Uh, Kylo had a huge turn of events as well. Kylo like made peace with the fact that no, he's not going to take orders. He's not going to be manipulated by anyone. He cut ties with his family. He you know Luke is out of the picture. He can focus on himself. You know for the bad side, but you know. Um, we have all of this that we haven't seen the resolve and now we have a whole movie just for that. So I think it's not a waste. Like there's a lot of character building, character development in this movie. We just haven't seen the payoff of it. So maybe it feels kind of like wasted, like, but, but what else? So we need that. What else with the, with the next movie? Fair enough. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) In the end, all right, so final closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. All right, perfect. Um, um, so, well... Yeah, go go ahead. Okay, so number one uh, was this. Like, for me, it's... There's still... There was a lack of character development, uh, mostly because just the lack of screen time <laughs> that our people have. And, like, they had so much to just do that they didn't have time to talk about like how they're feeling and like we could couldn't hear from them like their personality shine through um and so for me like these characters while like they went somewhere um in some ways it felt um exaggerated like i had to fill in a lot of the blanks to get like where they were going and i like didn't see on screen that evolution uh basically saw they set up the beginning of like here's the problem and then they saw they showed me the end of like here's the solution and they didn't do much to show me like a progression through them um next um i think a lot of the store of like main storyline elements were weak <laughs> so the fuel thing the people going back and forth, the side quests that didn't like really make sense, the uh, gravity in space <laughs> was kind of weird. Uh, the code breaker guy who like 
just somehow is able to <laughs> open up this this door uh even though he's not the master code breaker um there was a, just a lot of these storyline elements that for me didn't make a ton of sense it kind of brought me out of the movie um there was um for me like another problem with this is how there were a lot of jokes right like I, we've talked about a lot of like the the people putting coins into BB-8, like the the porgs, like making this cute face, the caretakers complaining that they have to fix the wall, right? Like, and don't get me wrong, these things are funny. Like these, like everyone can laugh at this. Like everyone can laugh at um at Hux like being force joked and and all of that, right? Like these things are always funny. Um, my problem is that like they're not in service of developing the characters um because star wars has always had these funny elements like there's always been funny dialogue between han solo and leia and like there's always been this kind of atmosphere of yes this is a serious thing that's happening but they're also sort of like having these wise remarks or cracking jokes here and there and i felt like in this movie the balance was too much towards um kind of like physical jokes rather than being character based and dialogue based um just like fun interactions uh and for me that like contributed to the lack of sort of character development um on the positive side i think there were a lot of interesting themes um like reconsidering like the jedi's impact on the current uh, state of the, the galaxy. Um, this whole idea of um, letting go of the past to embrace the future. Um, and also this idea that like Jedis are like not only here to stay, but um, the force is everywhere and it's with with everyone and it's not just jedis that have access to that like it's it's way bigger than our characters and and it's gonna keep going so i i, I really like these themes they like ask really interesting questions um but to like tie this in together i think there was a lot of interesting ideas and for me, where it felt, broke down was the execution. Uh, but I think if we can uh, fix that execution, like I'm happy overall, like with how um, how Ryan Johnson kind of like handled this movie. And I know that middles are hard, <laughs> um, so it's like, like it's easy to criticize these things. Uh, and and for me, like it comes from a place of love um for like this stories and these characters um so yeah uh overall i'd say i I like the movie um but i have many criticisms for it and i think it's a weaker movie than the force awakens overall so that's my opinion those are my closing remarks Okay, very well. Uh, I mostly agree with everything you said. <laughs> Fair <laughs> points. Um, this movie was very hard to pull off. Like, no matter what I tried to do, like you said, it's the middle on the trilogy. Um, Empire, you know, was, in my opinion, in a lot of people's opinions, the best Star Wars movie ever. Um, and and 
there was a lot of fighting expectations and on purpose trying to stay away from those expectations and create something new. So what they set up themselves to do here was very hard. And I think they did a good job overall, um, not free of flaws, as we pointed a lot of them out. Um, but like the theme of this movie is like failure. Um, and you can see that <laughs> yeah. right with everyone in, uh, I'm not the first person to point this out, but uh, you know, Luke failed Ben and failed Ray. Uh, Ray failed to turn Kylo good in to save Luke and, um, Kylo failed to kill Luke and to turn Ray. Snoke failed to see Kylo and got shot. Uh, they failed to get the 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 code breaker. They, you know, it, it was just it's a low point for all these characters. Yeah, um, it's a it's a, t- a tough place to end the movie, but it's a very exciting place to start a new one. Um, so, uh, and they also, even though they introduced some characters and they complicated it a little bit, just all the plot lines. They also, in the end, uh. They got rid of a lot of characters. They kind of simplified a little bit. Now we have, you know, Phasma is out of the way and Snoke is out of the way. We have one big bad guy. So that simplifies a little bit there. Um, you know, Luke is out of the picture. So Luke isn't, doesn't need to be the theme of this, of the next movie again. Um, so, like, they clean house really well, I think, <laughs> in the end. And again, I think it was really hard and they didn't do a perfect job at making a cohesive storyline through all of these plot points. Uh, especially like the, where the, where the storyline, where the plot, the plot lines meet. A lot of times they felt forced, you know, mm-hmm. we just pointed that out. The, the little side quest to the casino planet, uh, Finn and, and Rose, you know, reunite, reunion with the rest of the rebellion, uh, Ray leaving the, the starship, like those small things, it felt kind of like forced, and even Leia being out of the picture for a long time. Um, so execution-wise, it's not perfect. I think if they managed to pull that off, this would be ten out of ten. Um, but I think there's there's a lot here, and like I mentioned in the beginning, I think this movie will age well just because there's a lot of these set pieces that I think they they are just so cool <laughs> right i mean this uh, we keep mentioning this last piece at the the salt planet is perfect um the the lightsaber fight with ray and kylo is perfect uh there's a lot of fun moments that i would i would want to watch that at any time at any point right just sure like throw that in uh i would love to see that again i'm, I'm sure some people would add in uh, the straightless kylo, <laughs> kylo ren scene <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> um, so overall, this is like the first step into a new Star Wars direction. Uh, I thought I think the task was daunting and very hard to pull off, and they did the best they could. And I think overall, it's a fun movie, and I can't wait to see it a uh, second and a third and a fourth time and a fifth time, maybe. I don't know. May the fourth time be with you. Fourth time. Um. <laughs> And hey, look at that. We managed to record an episode longer than the actual movie. <laughs> Boom. Oh, my God. Take that, Ryan Johnson. <sighs> yeah, do that. <laughs> Go back on the talk show and talk for three hours. Yes. You do that. 
I told you Actually, I had yeah, like three hours inside of me <laughs> to talk about this movie. So I thought I thought I had twenty minutes to be honest. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah, we did it. Um, yeah. So I guess I'm one thing I'm curious. So what are your expectations or thoughts with the next movie? So you mentioned um, like you were thinking maybe about a time jump. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Because uh, we need these characters like to. Uh, soak in what happened <laughs> like if we start immediately where this left off it's like kind of rush and sudden and there's a lot of going on i want these characters like we mentioned i want these characters to grow and to learn from what happened in this movie and i think for that to be kind of effective they they could use some time <laughs> uh, but i'm not thinking like a huge time jump maybe like maybe like two years uh, i don't know a year two to four i don't know yeah um I'm actually really curious to see what they're going to do with Leia in the next movie. And uh, I just want to see, like you said, I want to see a lot of the trio or I guess the, the, the four way, foursome, whatever it's called, <laughs> the four you. Yeah, um, I'm sure foursome is the right word here. <laughs> with, you know, Finn, uh, Finn, Ray, Poe and, and now Rose. Um, I want to see that. And uh, I can't wait to see the um, Ray and Kylo, you know, chemistry. Just uh, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it, because uh, that is the high point of this movie, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I want to see that kind of run its course and like let's let's like turn this like up even higher. Like let's let's take it to eleven. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's more or less what I'm also expecting slash hoping for for this new movie. Um, I like part of the reason why I want a time jump is like, I think they just need to get their shit together. (laughs) Like all of them, the rebellion like has a very young leader with like not that much experience and and the rebellion is like three people now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, exactly. So like they need to find other people, other allies. They need to like have things like settle back in a like more quote unquote normal state. Um mm-hmm. I also would love for this new movie to not take place mostly on ships for the entire time. <laughs> like I would I would oh, yeah. like them to like find some sort of planets to fight on. Um cuz I I feel like we've had enough of these these ships like we've seen kind of that how that works and looks. Um so let's let's explore some of the planets. Um I I I just also want to say I forgot, totally forgot. Um writing that theme of Luke the legend you look the failure of a character that he actually was mm-hmm. and the redemption and all. It was great to see at the end the little broom boys. <laughs> um like they were playing with a character with a little toy of Luke. Like in the end, in this universe, even though we know how broken of a man and as a character and failure there was Luke the person, Luke the legend still lives on and will probably forever. Mm-hmm. Like those kids still were playing with little Luke toys and, and they were strong in the force, which was weird, kind of cool, although um, to see. So I, 
I don't think the next movie will 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 like riff on that too much. That is probably like setting up the new trilogy. Um but I like that. I, I like that a little touch. Yeah. One one thing I'm sort of like curious about or like is like how how is like the media in the Star Wars universe? Because <laughs> it's kind of like unclear. Like in many ways, it seems news. like they, people don't communicate with each other very much. Yeah, there's no TV. But in other ways, it's like, oh, like these kids know about Luke. Like where and how did they learn about him? Right? Because they're they're young and Luke hasn't done anything in a while. Like how does that like that those that knowledge kind of transfer itself? <laughs> word uh, of mouth yeah i don't know that's how, i guess because i mean if there was just internet like then you couldn't really create but, these but then, but then <laughs> one um we have the force times and we also have the skype calls with with maz where like she has basically a drone like following her around when they're, yeah. they're skyping with her so who the hell knows really <laughs> drone skype we need that yeah uh All right. okay I think well, we part of me this. sort of wants to like stretch this to make an actual three hours, but maybe we're just gonna leave blank space. I could just like put some some music. <laughs> we should put the, the the Star Wars intro music somewhere. We should start with the intro, and now it's yeah. the end. Yeah, <laughs> I just have that for like a minute. Okay, let's do it. All right. Um, this was uh, is this the first like actual official bonus episode? So this is well, not going to be ID three. No, we had a, we had another one. Like the first Star Wars episode was a bonus one. It doesn't have oh, an okay. episode number. So oh. this is maybe our second bonus episode. Yay! Uh, all right. I want to take some of that time at the end um, to wish all of our listeners happy holidays. Um, <laughs> Wait no, we're gonna see. We're gonna talk to them before. Are we? Yeah, we're we're posting the layouties before Christmas. Ne- oh, not before Christmas, but before the new year. Right. So we can wish them Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Go ahead. So, Sorry. but like, I want it to be more inclusive and say Happy Holidays. Um, right. So yeah, I want to take this time uh, to wish all of our listeners, um, especially the ones who made it through the, this three-hour-long episode. They're <laughs> yeah, uh, our favorites. Yes. Uh, happy holidays. Um, I think, like, we're going to talk more about, like, kind of our year in review and sort of our recap of the year. But um, I think I can speak for both of us uh, in saying that, like, this year, um, like, I felt like the show like really came together um, and we've heard from all of you more than we've ever had before. And like for me, that's been like an incredible experience. Uh, And it's so cool to have you like part of this. Like I feel like we're all like a big like (laughs) group of friends uh, and it's like while Rafa and I talk to each other every week, like I also feel like I'm talking with every single one of you. Like we're always having these conversations and um, I really love that. And I'm extremely thankful that um, you all find the show interesting. Um, So thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you have a great time with 
all your loved ones. Uh, and if you can't be with your loved ones because um, they can't be with you, uh, well, we are here with you in spirit. So, yeah. Happy holidays. In the force. As a force. <laughs> in the force. Yeah. Yes, exactly. My name is Rafa, and I approve this message. <laughs> uh, next time we talk, we're going to do the layouties. So, yes. Yeah. Excited about that. <laughs> yeah, me too. All right. It's 2 a.m. I got to go. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>